So Falcone. <laughs> so guys, I'm I'm really sorry I'm late. Uh, we did a whole bunch of Easter egg hunting shit, and uh, I think those Easter eggs were fermented. Cause yeah, I'm I'm a little wasted. Oh my oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Easter bunny like, is my supplier. Do you mean do you mean fermented as in like filled with booze, or fermented as in the other the other? You know what? Never mind. Let him, um, never mind. Let's let's just start. Okay. It's probably okay. both. <laughs> I, I think you're thinking of fertilized, but we'll leave that for another time. <laughs> That's the word. Right. Yes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Subway for Entertainment Treehouse, a determinedly drunk, cheerful, sorry, drunk, geeky, and cheerful podcast. I can't read. I'm drunk. I don't know why Scarfy lets me do things. We're wolves. We house in a tree. We entertain. Bring you the latest entertainment news. Sets a lot like a music appreciation class. We discuss certain topics and we see if people would react to them in different ways. I am Zach Gray, also known as the Booze Wolf. Joining me with joining me and headlining all the crazy is. Hey guys, my name is Scarfy. How's it going? And my name is Cruz. Uh, I had a clever tagline. <laughs> I like that. All right. Um, well, uh, happy Easter, guys. We weren't expecting this to happen. What? We weren't expecting Easter to happen? Do you not have a calendar? We weren't, ex- we weren't expecting an Easter episode to no happen. No one expects the Spanish English. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, there we go. That I, I was looking for the Monty Python reference. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, Shucha Wolf is unfortunately not going to be joining with us this week because... He is um, currently, unfortunately, he is not, his voice is not up to the uh, um, standards that he would like it to be because, unfortunately, he got really sick. So, so he will be with us in spirit. Um, Yeah, it's a very, very sad thing, and I I just hope that... uh, He'll be able to recover and get back to live streaming ASAP. Uh, you know, I would I would say ASAP, but unfortunately, uh, Zach, uh, you have something that you are doing. Yeah, on, yeah. Uh, on Friday, on uh, this the next this next weekend, aren't you? That's correct. Yeah, next Foie. week. Foie. Next week, I will be at FWA in Atlanta. So, if anybody is also going to uh, free week in Atlanta. Feel free to jump jump on in and talk to me and Shiny. If you don't know what we look like, our faces are literally everywhere all over our Twitter and YouTube. We are more than happy to talk to you and hang out and chill. Talk to me about uh, Subway for Entertainment stuff. Let me know if you have ideas for the podcast we've been doing or any things you like. Hey, I'd love to hear blah, blah, blah. Or even just tell me your name. And if I'm sober enough, I will write it down and give a shout out to you because I love meeting new people. So. But next week, yeah, I will not be here. Yeah, so we just want to let you guys know that we will be taking a two-week break in advance because I know it's it's not what we want to do either. We weren't expecting this to happen, but you know what can you do when friends are going at cons and yes. make and to make matters worse, uh, the week that Zach is going to be gone, I have spring break. So yeah. that pretty much means that there's not going to be there won't be a said episode next week. 
But on April 10th, however, there will be a set episode. So mark your calendars, people. And we do apologize for the inconvenience for next week. Also speak for yourself. What do you mean? Well, like we we wish we could and we're sorry for it. I'm more than happy to go to Con. I love you guys. But if I can go and just be abhorrently drunk and partying for an entire weekend i will do that i love you guys i love doing this but yeah it's like hey this happens maybe three times a year at best i'm gonna go do it but yeah i will miss the show and i am sorry for that because i like talking to all you listeners lovely people out there and i love chatting with my crazy brothers it's always fun well i mean like don't get me wrong i'm gonna be going to a fur con in may and that's right know, that's right Where, which but... one are you going to again BLFC. Ooh. 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 Fun, fun. Biggest yeah. little fur con. So, and uh, I'm not going to be there to uh, run the chat. So uh, you know what? Um, I hope you guys are prepared because you're not going to be seeing me on that episode. So you will be running an episode without me unless by some divine intervention uh, stops you from doing so. No, I think we'll be we'll be set to go. Honestly, it, it won't require a divine intervention to stop us. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say honestly, you guys could do the show without me. I, I don't know if I told you this, but I, I did actually finally get to meet up with uh, Shudwa, who's not here, bless him. But um, uh, Shudwa, and he is totally capable of running uh, the podcast, like the podcast live stream without me. So if next week you want to do it without me, I will not be offended if you guys just want to chill and take the day off i don't blame you but just letting you know if future reference if you know i'm a, even more drunk than i am now and i'm unconscious in a back alley somewhere should we can do this for you that being uh, said, let's i mean i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna question shuja's capabilities but at the same time you know he is going to have to do a lot more than just you know stream the chat no he's got it like honestly we ran through it he's good to go he can do exactly what i can now okay nice yep. Anyway, that is very, very good. So we have a show today, apparently. I, I've heard we do a, a show and talking thing. What are we starting with? Oh, right. Uh, about that. Well, we're going <laughs> well, to waiting s- a long time for. <laughs> Justin and No, the announcement. Go for it. Waiting for... We're starting with music. Go, Cruz. Cool. All right. I've been waiting for this one. Amon Marth. Yes, the Vikings are back. They have released their 10th studio album, Yom's Vikings, this past Friday. It's their first album without vet- yeah, veteran drum. God damn. I got you. Veteran drummer Frederick Anderson, also known as Thunder Thighs or the man who never skipped leg day, uh, parted ways <laughs> nice. with the band last year. If you listen to some of the Twilight of the Thunder God, double bass throughout the entire song. Really? Right. So they. Pr- they brought in session drummer Tobias Gustafson for the studio recording. That's a, I'm borrowing my friend's desk. That's a Dr. Pepper can, which is, they has everywhere. Oh, fair enough. Anyway, uh, I think I'm pronouncing this right. Uh, Jak Walgren has been named a touring drummer. Okay. And uh, according according to loudwire.com, the vocalist Johan Egg hopes to make him a permanent member saying that quote, we're not looking for a hired gun and we don't want to have to look for another guy a year from now or something. So it's important that we find the right person as well to be the be a permanent member. So mm. I'm so heard... uh, I'll... go ahead. Sorry, I said, I've heard of Amon Amoth and they're they're Viking metal. Is that the thing? Yeah, they're like um, Swedish Viking metal. Oh, it's called like that's the layman's term, I'll say, but it's a melodic death metal. But it is you can call it Viking metal. Yeah, and I'm under this impression that because it's their thing. 
I'm under this impression that because Cruz really enjoys like all of these, you know, foreign country metal bands, I'm under the impression that he's German and he actually, he told me he actually is half German. So that's actually kind of cool. I've been told uh, apparently combination German, Irish, Brazilian, something like that. But yes. Oh, and by the way, Heil Powerwolf. <laughs> Wait, what? Is this something in the chat that I'm missing or was this something you were described to do? I was. You needed no convincing. I, I need no convincing. <laughs> just I, pa Powerwolf is a German is a German metal band, and so because it's German, I said. Hi, of, of course, of course. I, I would get <laughs> on to you up. for making a uh, uh, pseudo or uh, semi-Nazi German cliche, except uh, one of the the video. I won't I won't name it, but one of the videos I did with another project I do is totally is titled Nazi bombs. So I can't really <laughs> I can't really judge you right now. <laughs> Okay, so uh, what's the next? Oh, uh, Nick Waldkuhn really likes Powerwolf, apparently, and he's from Russia, so. Cool. Well, welcome, Nick Waldkuhn. Yeah, man. All right. One last thing. I will, I think I, I announced this probably many times, so I'll get to evaluate uh, Jak Walgren because I'm seeing them in Boston. Cool. Or as uh, you guys might, Vikings might know as Jordanbega or Nordenbega. I don't know why I said ya. Yeah. I can't speak today. I don't even have to be drunk to not speak. I'm drunk for you. It's okay. I'm drunk for you. Get away <laughs> from me. It's rubbing off on me. Get away. <laughs> oh, next thing on the list, the pet shop boys. Ah, uh, yes. Super. What? I feel like I've heard of these, but I'm not entirely sure if I recognize them. English synth-pop duo Pet Shop Boys. There are a lot of those. Actually, believe uh, it or not. Scheduled release oh. April Fool's Day. What? It's April Fool's Day. That's when it will be released. What? Uh, oh, I was going to say that Foxy, Foxy actually really likes Pet Shop Boys. We have all these people who know bands we don't really know of ourselves. And I actually listen to some of their yeah. music, and believe it or not, it's actually really good. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to say this honestly. I don't know 100% of the music that I do or, or talk about on the show, but I'm more than open to listen to it, and sometimes I do. Uh -huh. And, I mean, I'm more than open to listen to, I don't know, whatever this is, synth-pop duo. Some of that's actually pretty good. Hold on. All right. It was announced January 21st. It was made available for pre-order on iTunes store. Pre-order. Order, on iTunes store on that same day. Those who pre-order it will receive an instant download of the album's first promotional singer, sing, God, single, Inner Sanctum. Additionally, the band announced the four-performance Royal Opera House schedule. 16. Okay. July 2016. Album's opening track. Hat. July? Yeah, July. That's what I, I think that's what I said. He did. Oh, Mike cut out for a yeah. second, but he, he did. Yeah. Okay. Happiness. Album's opening. Happiness. It's released as a second teaser track on March 23rd, 2016. If you don't know the Pet Shop Boys, just watch this video. It's one of Scarface's favorites. Mind the video quality, though. It is a 
dinosaur. No, it's a potato. <laughs> but it's pretty nice. Got one of the links to one of the songs. I yep. assume he's put in the chat. And there I, it is. I did. Actually, listening to them. Okay, so confession time. Um, deep at heart, I'm not a big club kid, but I'm totally a golf club scene sort of kid. I did that since I was 18. Even now, when I find the time, I go to golf clubs. This sounds mm-hmm. like the music I would hear there. Now, granted to any of y'all listening, golf. if that sounds like a bad thing, I'm sorry. But goth music, like goth dance tronica, is probably the best shit I've ever heard to listen to. Not because the music itself is really good, but because... Any idiot can dance whatever the hell way they want to doth uh, doth goth electronica, and it's like this is sort of like this is very much um, not she wants revenge. I'm trying to think of bands of different bands that I've heard usually, but it's a, that very driving rhythm pseudo eighty uh, synthesizer overall like weird pick-me-up music that the music is louder than the vocals and the rhythm is just very easy to get into so i just listen to it right now but good i remember um i remember my middle brother like at 10 years old like wanting to be goth for whatever reason and my my mother was like no you will never be goth i'm like you will never be goth I, I don't understand what it is with goth, but whatever. I mean, goth, like to me, the weird thing uh, is, I will be perfectly honest in 2000 and in the 2000s, we'll just stop there. But goth is like dead. Mm. By and large, goth is not a real yeah. thing. Not the it, way it, became, it, became, yeah. it became what? That's what it is now. Was that? Scene. Oh, scene. Yeah. It did. That's true. It became it's scene. Been, yeah. And also became after scene. I think it became uh, what was the next group after that? Uh, there's scene kids, and then there was some. It wasn't. It was sort of emo kids. I think it jumped into that. It's like it keeps changing up. But the original goth was very like you know, black clothes, white make, face paint, makeup, spiderwebs. Yeah, it was very like um, Victorian Renaissance black. Everywhere. But the thing is, like when I go to goth clubs now, it's not goth isn't all black and sad like the people there are having a blast and it's people dressing up in usually like more you know victorian clothes and bondage gear ish stuff also some bright colors but they're mostly the huh go ahead i was gonna say it's basically what cody said goth is like whatever who cares music sort of yeah and i mean like the kids who go there i've noticed it's like it's a very free experience what i've noticed like people there the reason i like it is no one judges other people it's a lot like the fandom it's like you'll meet your your track of people there who's like openly it's like yeah i'm openly gay i'm openly bi i'm openly into bondage i'm openly into this fetish i'm it's a weird sort of nightclub life thing that there's a lot less bullshit of oh we're totally here because in my opinion you go to a nightclub because you're trying to hook up with somebody i'm sorry if anyone has a different idea it's like you're basically going there because you're trying to hook up somebody or you just want to dance the night away and drink in which case subconsciously you're trying to hook up with somebody and right. golf clubs there's a lot less bullshit of oh no i just want to dress nice and look cool and schmooze my way in and golf clubs it's like it's pretty much hey what's up are you dtf 
That's basically the goth club scene. And there's kind of something in well, here. Well, I mean, like, if you were a furry, you know, it's usually BTY. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But, like, and that seems sense. I guess, like, the goth club is like a dead dog party to me with, and I, I've been to dead dog parties at cons. I like them. I, I will say this now. Usually I hate the music. So it's a Oh, dead... the music is awful at, at, at dead dog parties. I exactly. went to, like, I like looked in. I looked at a dead. I went to a dead dog party for like a good thirty seconds. Listened to the music, listened to how boring it was and how uninteresting it was, and I left immediately and went back to my room. <laughs> to, to reply to Cody Bo- Cody Fox, no, not just chains. Fucking like trip pants for anybody who knows what trip pants are. That's it's, it's that for days. Uh, fishnet shirts and shit like that, but. Yeah, exactly. It's like the music, honestly, in most goth clubs I've been to has been better. The scene's been better. The people are honest. And if you don't want to go to a place to like where people are all trying to fuck one another or trying to like, you know, take someone home, then I don't blame you for not wanting to go to one of these clubs. But at the same time, why would you go to any nightclub? Because it's all that same We're idea. All night to get lucky. Exactly. The goth, all night to get lucky. <laughs> the goth club, the goth scene is just a lot more honest about that. And But yeah, long and short and derailing way back to what I said, this band reminds me of the music I hear at most goth, most goth clubs. So, nice. Sorry, go back to you, Cruz. I, I took that over and I apologize. Thank you, why we're not we're not starting that here i love you <laughs> just just throw it up like right I, I don't know how to delete it delete the meme now no i can't oh, do it wait joe clark what? sorry sorry yeah, that's, okay 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 that's I was gonna say. just go to the next my, uh, go, go to the next album. i made that youtube name in middle school okay, okay. Just give me a break. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just because I saw Clark, and my first thought was uh, Pepper Coyote, whose last name is Clark, but I couldn't remember his first name. It was like, is Pepper listening to our show? <laughs> I don't know if Pepper's listening to our show, and if he was, what? that'd be really, really awesome. <laughs> it would be, but I don't think he is. Anyway, continue, Chris. All right, now we're on to an old friend, aka the White Album. Uh, could you so, say that again, please? Weezer. Did I Weezer. Cut Okay. Weezer, a.k.a. The White Album, is upcoming 10th studio album by American rock band Weezer, due for release on April Fool's Day. Nice. As if this album really is a joke. The <laughs> album, your singles like Thank God for Girls and Do You Want to Get High. <laughs> that sounds like Weezer, all right. Yep. Along with promotional single King of the World, Rivers Cuomo described Weezer as a beach album. Sky, yeah. Based on his experiences hanging in the west side of Los Angeles, people in Venice, Santa Monica, the beach, the hair Christmas, the seek on rollerblades with the guitar, mm-hmm. girls on Tinder within a four-mile radius, seeing hey. other bands and kids from La Serra. Girls. Yeah, every, every... All I really every, want is girls. Because <laughs> in the every, morning, Every pop-punk band ever. And in the evening, it's girls. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I used to I used to listen to Weezer Weezer quite a bit. Uh mm-hmm. I was that was basically that Blink One Eighty Two and Green Day was like what I grew up yeah. on. So the weird thing yeah. for me is and I don't know, I'm I might be showing my age here once again, but the White Album was originally made big, at least to the best of my knowledge, it might have been banned before it from the Beatles. The Beatles had a white album and it's yeah. weird to see that 
because Weezer, there's no way Weezer doesn't know what the White Album is. Weezer yeah. obviously was influenced to some degree by the Beatles when learning music. Everybody was at some point when they were playing music, unless they were into, I don't know, more gangster rap. Because if you're in any part of the rock world, you've heard some Beatles music. So yeah. it's interesting they're releasing it under that title. But I don't know. So, Cruz, are you saying like the album is a little more, a little more sarcastic, do you think, with the, the, the album titles and everything? Or... Sometimes they look pretty like, I don't know, it's kind of like the more in your face, kind of like, haha, fuck you, kind of yeah, 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 pop punk yeah. style. Makes sense. Is, Weezer was usually more laid back. That was Blink 182's gig to get in your face. Right. But uh, I like, I'd say one of my f- random thing, one of my favorite Weezer songs, I think, is. Uh, uh, if you want, I don't know if you want me to, I want you to. It's a really long song title, but it's that one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 yeah, yeah, hmm. All right. On that same note, I, I forget, Cruz, were you, uh, were you ever a fan of, uh, fan, sorry, fan of Mindless Self-Indulgence? Did you ever listen to them? Mm. If you God, can, you, you can say some no. Reason, someone's told, someone's told me about them, but I never listened to them, actually. I'm gonna send you something after this chat because I think you might like them. Yeah, but that's my own little plug. They're they're done touring. They're actually not even a band anymore. Listen to them a while ago, but I never did it. They're good. But I will do it. I think. Let's go to the last one. Cool. It is Deftones. All right. Gore, or say. Gwar. Right. Gwar. Wrong band. I miss Gwar. He'll leave me alone. (laughs) Just. Upcoming eighth studio album by American alternative metal band Deftones, set to be released on April 8th, late February 2015, just after the band had finished. The new album's drum tracks, Moreno told Rolling Stone that he expected to be done tracking the album by the end of March that Deftones had written during the album sessions and that it would be probably September or October. He described the album as a little more of a heady, heady or heavy I don't know, record than the previous album. The album was tentatively scheduled to be released on September 25th, 2015. Okay. So the so the album's going to be released on April eighth, twenty sixteen, and had written sixteen Little songs little. during the album sessions, and that it would probably be released in September or, or October. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you forgot about it for a while. I have never heard of Deftones, sadly. What really? I mean, heard there is a lot of rock music that uh, I'm sorry that Cruz is really into that I just cannot get into because I'm sorry I'm like like um, Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic said, I'm wide and nerdy. Fair enough. Well, I mean, like, I I was, I've always been into rock and shit because of my father who raised me off, like, you know, Rolling Stones and early, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s rock. Um, but, like, I know the Deftones, admittedly, if you ask me, hey, right now, tell me what a Deftone song is. I couldn't help you. But, like, I know of them. I know they've been around for ages. Same. So I'm, I'm surprised you haven't heard you haven't heard of them or you haven't heard any of their music. Oh, Shuja's on the chat. Nice. But have there you... he is. Hey, Shuja. Hey, Pop. Love you. Miss you. We love you. 
We love you. Get better, okay? But Scarfy, you've never even yeah. heard of the Deftones before? No. Wow. I mean, there's impressive. a lot of rock. There's a lot of rock bands I've never heard of, man. Fair enough. So, but uh, and Cruz, you haven't really heard. So, chat is like, let us know now. Is are do any of you listen to the Deftones? Are they a band that like we have been obviously living under a rock and should rectify yeah. this problem right now and listen right. to? Because I'm I'm to always in the market for new music. So if you if you guys want to promote this and pimp this out to us, let me know. I would happily listen to it tomorrow while I'm at work or doing my stuff. I'll just have it playing in my headphones while I'm doing shit. And I would if it's if it's good, I will I will thank you all and bow to your greatness. So Yeah. Yeah, I've haven't listened to the Deftones, but I do listen to some alternative metal bands like listen to System of the Down, Seether. Right, right, right. Why do they always send the war? Why do they always send the war? <laughs> all right yeah yeah like and that that's it what yeah unless that's i think that's it we'll, we'll wrap it up for music cool long live rock and roll oh my god yes please i'm i'm sorry like i i'm not one of those people who's like oh rap isn't music or country's music or this genre of music isn't music like even the ones i don't like i respect but rock and roll is always just one of those things that it's like you can always i've yet to meet a person who truly hates rock and roll that isn't like at least 80 years old mm -hmm. so i yeah. mean there's people it's like oh it's not my favorite genre but like truly hates it like the way most most uh like most people hate rock or most it's not rock sorry most people hate rap or most people hate country i've never felt seen someone who's felt that way towards rock and roll so mm. yeah. anyway i guess it's my turn all right guys so i guess that moves us on to video games and the first game on the list, I wanted to tell you about this. It's uh, to start us off. There's this little indie game in the works, and it looks really promising. Um, it's from a group known as Heart Machine. Uh, so any of you who are into the whole 2D 8-bit classic games that like that sort of style things, you might want to check this out. Stay on the watch for it. It's called Hyper Light Drifter. Oh my gosh! I watched the trailer for this, and it looks beautiful. But go, but, but go ahead. Right. Well, the thing about it is, um, like, I, I can't tell you much of the actual story for the game other than you are exploring the ruins of an entire planet that was full of ancient technology and mysterious creatures and all sorts of crap like that. Um, it's definitely reminiscent of the whole Legend of Zelda sort of thing, just with a bigger no, world. No, I would say Secret of Mana, but... Oh, oh no. no, no, you're no. Actually, I, I, would say both, but no, you're right. Secret of Ma uh, Mana is a much better comparison. Thank you. Um, yeah. But um, like I was gonna say, it has more of a sci-fi twist to it than really the more sci-fi, less fantasy, medieval. Um, so you play as a character known as Drifter, who is searching the ruined world that he is, he's in. Uh, with his inventory of gadgets and weapons and all sorts of stuff to find a cure for a disease that he has. Uh, your primary weapon is an energy sword, which is sort of why I link it more to Zelda, because you basically have a sword weapon. But throughout the game, you pick up other technology, weapons, items to help you through your adventures, which, again, is sort of like Zelda. You pick up, like, the boomerang, the hookshot and stuff. In this game, you get more long-range weapons and uh, different gadgets that just make it easier to get by and to help you solve puzzles in the game. So the game itself features a really beautiful, albeit low-res, scenery. It's fantastic combat system. 
an absolutely bitchin' soundtrack that was done by a group called Disaster Piece. I'd never heard of it before now, but oh my god, like, this is one of those games that I honestly buy it just for the soundtrack. It's fucking I have awesome. to interject, that is also a Slipknot song. Pretty that, good one, too. Disaster Pieces? Yeah. Oh, so really? Disaster Piece, yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to my Slipknot, because I don't remember that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it has a very, uh, dreamlike look and feel. Uh, the color palette of the game from what I've seen reminds me a lot of, uh, Undertale. Not the entire game, but the ruins with your, with Goat Mom and all that stuff, so. I'd say it surpasses the, 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 um, section with Goat Mom. I mean, it, the color palette looks gorgeous in my eyes. Like, I, look at the warm colors. Look at just the contrast between the weather effects, the, the, the sunset skies, you know, all yeah, that no, stuff. I can see that. I mean, like, honestly, it's just a, a good comparison for people who aren't going to click on the link to the video. But, yeah, it's like, it's that sort of 8-bit style. It's a bit more detailed and a little more gritty than Undertale. So when you click on this, you'll be like, oh, this is another Undertale. I liked Undertale. Mostly. No, this is nothing like Undertale, just kind of 8 to 16-bit. So that similarity it shares. Mm. Um, in the game, I will let you know, much like, again, like Undertale, there's no spoken dialogue. Um, actually, wait, I guess not, because Undertale had the text popping up, but there's no voice acting for sure. I think in this game, there's also just plain no, I didn't see any in the, the trailers, but I think there's no even, like, text to read. It's all basically <coughs> meant to tell a story, uh, in the same way as... I can't think of a better comparison, but for anyone who's played a game called Journey, which came out for the PS3. I saw the game. I saw the game for Journey, and I uh, actually watched uh, some Call Me Johnny's review of the game, and uh -huh. uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, just be forewarned, it has absolutely nothing to do with the band Journey. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. nothing to do with the band Journey. Um, like I think I might have talked about this in a previous thing. Maybe I didn't, but Journey. The weird thing about that is it's an absolutely beautiful, well done spiritual experience right um i'm uh, as anyone who knows me through twitter knows me through anything else i'm i'm the booze wolf i like to drink it's my vice hey how's it going this game is apparently astounding just to play but if you're fucking stoned apparently it is a religious experience because two of my friends have played this game while they're smoking and it's like uh, they would not shut up about it for a moment. Are they like what? Were they like smoking weed or? Oh yeah, yeah. No, they were stoned out of their minds. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> well, I mean, like, uh, it's not that surprising. People smoke weed, you know, to to see what exactly. Like, I've seen people smoke weed, like, to play a video game, and they say if if you smoke weed and play a video game, like, oh my god, it feels like it's real life to you, or or whatever. Yeah. Or you know to, to play dark to play dark side of the moon by pink dark side of the moon by Pink Floyd in oh, unison Pink with Wizard of Oz and just have oh that my gosh. That, or anything by Blue Oyster Cult or any of <laughs> yeah. But I I, I love right. Pink Floyd, but I do not like Wizard of Oz. I'm right. sorry, so I probably will not listen to it. But any but other than that, uh. Yeah, I mean, like, this game looks very, very colorful. It looks visually interesting. I just hope that it will be... I just hope that gameplay-wise, it'll be, you know, engaging, interesting. <laughs> oh, Aaron. Aaron just popped in. It's like, weed, what the hell did I walk in on? But yeah, so 
Um, the whole thing is with Journey and like this game, the story is completely inferred from the actions of the character and the scenery and events that happen around you, just from your Smoke environment. weed every day. Toke, toke, toke. Anyway, but so if I were you guys, I'd definitely give it a look. Please watch the video in the link because it's really cool. And the cool thing is it's, it's an indie game. It's some group of sort of like ragtag programmers who put it together a lot like Undertale, a lot like Night in the Woods. Any of you guys who are as excited for Night in the Woods when it comes out as I am, if you don't know what it is, fucking check it out. But like, it's just one of those cool smaller games that someone obviously put their heart and soul into this game. It's just not. It's not another triple A title. It's not Halo Seventeen, where the fuck that comes out. It's like, yeah, it's fun, it's well done and all, but man, if I have to hear one more thing about Master Chief, I might just fucking shoot myself. Maybe that's just me, but it's like I'm 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 so done with hearing about Halo. It's not a okay. bad game. I'm just tired of the fandom around it. Actually, Aaron told me that he thought the he thought the story in Halo One was the was the best, while the multiplayer in Halo Two was the best. Oh, I can agree with that. Yeah, Halo yeah, One. Like, I, I can agree with that exactly. Actually. Yeah. All right. Do you guys have any thoughts Hello. on this? I, I think you guys actually listed most of your thoughts as I was chatting, but do you have any other ideas or thoughts about Hyperlight Driver? Drifter? Sorry. Just that it looks visually interesting, and, I, and if this game happens to be the next Undertale, maybe, maybe not, not too sure, I'll think about picking it up myself. Cruz, any ideas, thoughts? Uh, I'm into... Hold on. My, my thing is being weird. Okay. I'm into... I like these kind of 8-bit classic games like I mean what is this what is this one going to be for? It's for the oh I'm sorry I should have actually listed that. It's for PC as far as I know. It's going to come out for PS3 and Xbox 1 eventually. That's their hope, but right now it's for PC and Mac is when it's coming out. It's coming out March 31st. I don't think I mentioned that either, but it will be coming out March 31st. All right, cool. Yep. All right, so that being said, I'll move on to the next one, which is a game called, uh, it's called Knights of Azure. So as many of you guys know, any of you gamers out there, there's honestly no shortage of JRPGs involving scantily clad, large-breasted women wielding giant swords um, <laughs> out there in the gaming universe. So, when I first heard of and saw Knights of Azor, I'm very apprehensive. Just immediately off the bat, uh, I'm not sure what the game is going to bring to us. Uh, it was developed by Gust, and uh, the publisher is Koei Tecmo, which has done a bunch of different JRPG sort of games in the past. Uh, the game itself features two female protagonists, and yes, these are the provocatively clothed women I was talking about earlier. Uh, they're named... Arnis and Lilius, uh, I think it's pronounced. It's L I L Y S S E. Lilius? Yeah, I, I'm. Lilius. Lilius, yeah, I don't know. Either which way, weird names aside, I was really skeptical, skeptical about the game. I was even more skeptical when I heard that the two were lesbian lovers, not because of anything wrong with, you know. Who would have guessed? Right, yeah, nothing wrong against homosexuality or anything at all like that, but just the fact of the matter, it's like, yeah. when you get into Jap like Japanese anime games, or even Japanese animes by themselves, it's like, usually things involving that are very fan service -y. Like, 
well, believe it or not, like I, I, I was researching this game and like I heard they were actually friends and I don't know where you're getting the, the term lesbian lovers from. I mean, not that I care. It's just, you know, yeah, I, I mean, like I was looking into the game and like, honestly, there's scenes and maybe it is they're just really, really close friends. But there's a lot of like very well, very that's like, well, that's well, that's like saying Frodo and Sam are, you know, homosexual, there, but they're not. There's theories about that. But no, like right. honestly, there's apparently very, very tender moments like in the game i like what i part of where i'm getting this from is a, a friend of mine who was talking to who has, has played the original japanese version of the game and mm. so i was like no no like maybe he's a little biased and just thinking it's like no i, I they're totally lesbian lovers just because he wants to put that in his spank bank for later but mm. like the game apparently they mm. come off as just very 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 close to the point that it is romantic um, once again, that's not a bad thing. It's just the issue I have is usually games that have that are very much in the fashion of stereotyping such people to a point that it's like everything they do is sexualized. Every scene they're in is sexualized in some way just so the average otaku can sort of like get off on it or enjoy it for his own perverted purposes or her own perverted purposes. Once again, I'm not judging. Um... And, you know, there is a time and place for that, and I'm not going to say it's bad or good. But the thing for me that I like is, once again, talking to the same friend, I, I apparently am wrong about the sense of my, my fear that it's going to be overly frivolous, overly like, oh, it's just, you know, two hot chicks with giant titties macking on each other, so... Yes, it doesn't seem that way. That no, exactly. Like apparently, <laughs> the game the game involves you playing mostly as Arnis, and uh, you're partnering with contracted demons who fight. Might for be pronounced you. Arnis, but I'm not too sure. Arnis, Arnis, Arnis. Arnis. Well, I was thinking Bernies, and I was thinking, oh, okay, Arnis, maybe. I mean, I might be butchering this, but yeah. um, but basically, you fight alongside contracted demons, which you summon, and they help you in battle. And it's, the fighting system of the game is very similar to anyone's uh, ever played the Dot Hack series or Final Fantasy XII and after. Um, but the story itself, although albeit not entirely original, is really unique um it focuses on the two characters as they develop as people and it kind of focuses on the romance between them if you once again maybe you're right scarfy maybe they don't have a romance i'm again going between what i've seen and what i've heard from a friend but apparently it just focuses on their relationship whether it's romantic or not i'm i guess i can't really say as they make their way through the island of Roosewall, which is a place where there's a whole bunch of monsters around from this old battle where they killed the giant monster creature and its blood came down and just transformed people and the monsters so it's sort of a it's not an like i said it's not a completely original storyline for a game but i like how it's focusing on these two characters if it does make them lesbian lovers and doesn't over sexualize it i think that's a really cool way to take the uh the jrpg genre to not make it like exploitative i guess yeah like yeah japan is very very like hit or miss about it when it comes right. to that i mean like we that. are too like and, 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 and don't get me wrong i i i i honestly really do not care it's just like i was researching i'm like no they seem more like friends i mean like uh but i i don't know maybe it was just maybe i just didn't see the overtones right <laughs> shiny's in saying not the corner I'm trying, oh you sent it to the corner i see yeah Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. I, I, yeah, basically, I, I go like, 
Funnily enough, corner. his room is now. actually his for- room is actually in the corner of the house, so he's there no yeah. matter what. But, um, <laughs> but basically, to let every- all you guys know, I don't know if you all listening are big JRPG gamers, if you're big anime fans or anything, but even if you're not, or if you are, this game is kind of a cool idea and a fun thing to pick up. I, I watch it and I. I would be interested in playing it myself when it comes out. Um, it's already out in Japan, like I said, but it'll be coming out for the PS4 in March 29th. Mm-hmm. So, thoughts? Uh, I gave you my thoughts on it. Uh, it looks pretty. It looks visually interesting and very appealing. But uh, what do you think, Cruz? I mean, yeah, I see where you're going. Like, it'll just be end up might end up in a scrap in with the other large, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Right, anime or type games, yeah. But I'm willing to check it out as long as it looks it looks pretty cool. I don't have PS4 though. Mm. Cool. Yeah, I don't. Same I don't way. either. That makes it fairly difficult. I have a PS3, but I don't have a four yet. So if it comes out mm. on on Steam, or if I wind randomly come up with a downfall of money to me, then maybe I'll get a PS4 and play it. But. Uh, I need a downfall of money. We I'm all not... need a downfall of money. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's your money. Use it when you need it. No, please. No JG Wentworth 877 <laughs> cash now. Please no. Oh, God. Make one? Cody Fox, is that to me? Make a PS4? <laughs> you know what? Send me the schematics and we'll try it. No, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. We, we, we don't want to become about. We don't want to become like that guy who hacked the PS3 just like he hacked the iPhone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, true. Never mind, Cody. I, I rescind my earlier request. <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah. Yep. That being said, um, the next game I have, uh, I'll send, I'll send the link now. But um. Now that we're done with my little rant about dirty-minded games, we're going to talk about games that are just dirty. Okay. And I think I already hate myself for making that shitty pun. But, so Dirt Rally is a game that's coming out, and uh, thanks to the hardware from the good people at Codemasters, um, it's it's a racing game. If you guys haven't heard about it, uh, it puts the player in a competition with races both on the tarmac and off-road. Uh, you can go against a computer or other players alike in timed events that are... Uh, basically, it's sort of like completed by, from the best I could tell, from like either different, uh, not missions, but sort of like objectives, or just timed. I think the whole thing is basically trying to make the best time. You get to play up to 17 different cars, 36 different stages, Various weather conditions, various maps, various off-road, off, on-road, you know, environments. And the whole struggle is to see who the best racer is. Now, the game itself looks great. It's all based on, once again, making the best times. But it's definitely something that's def- for the straight-up racing enthusiasts. Like, back in the day, like I... Me. Are you? Are you really? Need for speed. Life. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cruz really likes Need for Speed, and I was looking at this game, and it, it seems like you know, like just, I don't know, like it seems like any other racing game to me. And I just, I've, I've played they racing games. Look and... the same when you, when you really blow with that. Right. Yeah. Always... Well, that's the thing. Just like, different features. The, yeah. The game I really liked that was the last Cars. racing game I truly played was Need for Speed Underground, and that had a whole bunch of different little weird stories. It was in the essence, once again, it's all just a racing game. 
but the way the environment was laid out, the way you had to like elude cops and some things or fuck up somebody else's car, shit like that, it gave a little more depth. Not that I'm saying Dirt Rally's bad. I looked at it. The graphics are beautiful. The customization's really cool. The idea that's on uh, both on a tarmac and off-road really interesting ideas is it for me personally i won't lie i'm not a huge racing game fan so i'm glad the cruises because maybe you can get more insight but um the game is i i remember seeing dirt rally ages ago on steam um and people were talking about saying it's it's great or you gotta play this yada 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 i i think it's in the scene yeah yeah it's on Steam. it's definitely on Steam. i am remembering correctly so for racing enthusiasts enthusiasts that aren't big pc gamers this is going to be really cool because if you want this whole, you know, high-speed train flying adrenaline rush in high graphics, it's going to be coming out for Xbox One and PS4 on April 5th. So it's already on Steam. I don't know if there's cross-platform multiplayer. I didn't see anything about that or against that. Ah, uh, cross-platform multiplayer. You know, I saw a video uh, by Alpha Omega Sin uh -huh. regarding that entire ordeal. And, you know, I have to say... It's kind of interesting that, you know, this is a thing that players have wanted since the dawn of time. And oh, yeah. but now I'm but now I'm kind of curious as to like, okay, well, how is it gonna work? And you know, because every version, whether you buy it on like an Xbox or a PlayStation, there's always going to be the definitive version of mm -hmm. cert of, of the of the certain versions of the game. Like for instance, one may say, Oh, well, reservoir uh reservoir no no. What the hell am I thinking? <laughs> One might say uh, Watch Dogs, rather, not Reservoir Dogs, Watch Dogs on the PS3 is better than on the Xbox 360. So it's kind of like, you know, how is this going to work exactly? Right. Well, I can see that, but, like, uh, one game, I, I played a couple of games that are cross-platform already, and one thing that they've recently been doing, Steam, Xbox, PS4, are actually pushing for, it's like, we're going to start making things cross-platform because they came to the realization that before it's sort of like the uh, websites that say hey you can't view our stuff without disabling ad blocker people aren't going to disable ad blocker just to view your shit people are lazy i mean it's it's a truth i am too it's like i'm not going to disable my ad blocker to w look at this site because fuck that i'll go to yeah. some other site and look up the same shit so exactly. people aren't going to buy this game for ps3 or ps4 to play with their xbox one friends if they can't you know, jump over, or they're not going to buy an Xbox One to play with their Xbox One friends because fuck you guys, I'm not going to spend that extra money, I'll just make new friends or I'll find something else to do it. So they realize that it's not, making it solitary to their system doesn't benefit them. No, it doesn't. And that's the cool thing. Like, I play, I think I mentioned this before, I'm playing Rocket League, which I'm highly addicted to, so is my, fr uh, my friend and roommate Zomago Shiny, and we play that, and it's it's multi-platform now. You can, as a PC player, you can play Xbox players, and I think it's going to PS4 too. You can play them too. So it's like, and everyone benefits. It hasn't hurt anyone economically. So, it's a, it's a small amount of time thing before everyone's like, oh wait, this is stupid. Let's just make it open to everybody. Well, it makes sense, but you know. Yep. Any any other thoughts on that? Uh, it's uh, comes to Xbox One. I, I mean, I'm I'm broke, but <laughs> I try to get this because I'm always looking for new games to try out. Right. And I mean, I haven't been on Need for Speed in a while, but 
I like to try this out. Well, it's also for it's also for Steam if you have a decent PC that can play it. So, Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. My PC's my PC's kind of Sit, stupid, but yeah. it, but it can it can work, but it just craps out on me a lot. Yeah, yeah. The, the graphics are pretty high end, but you can always lower the resolution. The thing is with this game, I think that I'll probably have to do that. Yeah. Even play. But I think with this game, the problem is if you don't have the like graphics on the highest setting, it's just not as fun. It looks to me, it looks like a very graphics-driven game, so it might be. I'd say if you don't have a PC or game pro game system that can support it to the max thing, don't even worry about it. It's cool, but it's not that cool that it can survive without. Uh, guys, I, guys, I don't mean to interrupt, but if you hear if you hear dogs barking, please be aware that is not my neighbor's dog. That is a dog across the street, and unfortunately. My mic is so goddamn powerful, it picks it up. Scarfy, A, we don't hear that. B, are you trying to start a howl? Because that's are how we? you get a howl. <laughs> You're going to start a howl. No. Do it. No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that being said, um, the next game I found is another... It's not an indie game, but it's very much in that vein. It's called um, Enter the Gungeon. Hmm. So, it's a fun new dungeon bullet hell game. And admittedly, I say... I say <laughs> so shiny. What? You God. typed in Baru. Baru. Nobody asked you! Anyway, um, but... Cheater. <laughs> but Enter the Gungeon is... Smite him. A very much, like I said, dungeon bullet hell game. I'm not usually a fan of bullet hells, but it can be done pretty well. And if that is your thing, this game does look ridiculously fun. It involves you either leading a party of misfits or being a part of the group if you want to do local co-op local as in it's not online you have to be sitting with other people in a land connection or something else and you're traversing the legendary gungeon for its ultimate treasure which is known only as the gun that can kill the past the game is all about gathering loot taking on quests discovering secret mysteries and basically overall arming yourself the best to survive the chaos You'll select your hero, fight your way down through the multiple floors and through different monsters, gather loot until you can reach the final treasure. The game looks fun. It's very simple with its animation, but very, like, endearingly toony. Uh, mm. The style is close to Castle Crashers, just with more skins. And uh, also, you know, guns for days, because it's guns, not just swords and arrows and stuff. And I assume less pooping-powered deers. For anyone who's played Castle Crashers, will get that reference. For anyone who hasn't, fuck you. Um, <laughs> it lands on Steam and on uh, the PS4 on April 5th, and that's all I really have about it. What about you guys? Do you have any thoughts about this? I, I saw that. I saw it. It looks interesting, like a bullet hell. For whatever reason, it's kind of reminding me of the Binding of Isaac, and I don't know why I'm getting that feel. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's that. It's definitely on par with that same sort of animation style. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it, I mean, it looks amazing. I mean, like it looks interesting to say the least. I mean, having the ability to use guns—that's pretty awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about you? I guess that's why Assassin's Creed with the modern toony look. I don't know how I feel about that, but eh, I don't know. Modern toony look. I'm them down for that. I mean. I think that uh, Kyle actually just sold it better than it actually is. I think, I think if I heard Assassin's Creed as a modern <laughs> toony look, I'd be more interested in the game than I am now. <laughs> what about you, Cruz? What do you have to say? I don't know. I mean, my sister used to love the Castle Crashers, and I was like, what the hell is this? And I realized this is one of those, you know, dumb 
on each move on to the next stage games. Right, right. I don't know why. Like, I used to play this a lot, but I haven't gotten into them. But That's anyway, fair. the guns do make it interesting. I will give it that. Hmm. But yeah, I it looks interesting. I mean, I don't really have much to say it say about it. I mean, I'm not a big fan of shooter games, but right. you know, I mean, I played I play um uh I think like the only shooter indie game that I really played was um Cave Story, but even then, that's oh, yeah. not really a shooter game. Yeah, no, but I know what you mean. Yeah. So the very last game I have. Uh, in mind for that's coming out and i've i i assume okay so the, the last game is one of the big ones coming out and it's made by remedy entertainment it's a new poster child microsoft studio is basically publishing it the game's called quantum break i assume or as i like to call it insidious time i mean no insidious. <laughs> as i like to call it infamous time travel edition really you think it's like infamous kind of I mean, like, it's, instead of having, you know, uh, electrical powers, you know, this time you're probably going to have, you're having, what, time travel, like, stop time powers? In See, a way. I consider it more closer to Prince of Persia in modern times. I don't know. Because Sands of Time was all literally just time, time-based. time Or Life is Strange on a much smaller level, but most people don't know about the game Life is Strange, so. Um, well, Good. Nice game. It was. Yeah, it, yeah, Life is Strange is an awesome, awesome game. But uh, if you guys haven't heard about this, I would like to just accuse you all of living under a rock or in a cave or something. Most likely, you just have a better ad blocker than I do, because I only know about it because I watch YouTube videos a lot, and it's been advertised to hell and back on YouTube. Mm. Um, it's featured everywhere. The game infamous was... with the black magic twist. Maybe that's what Kyle said in the comments. I can see that. I'd be done mm. with that idea. Mm. Um, but the game looks awesome. Uh, solid graphics, as any AAA game is nowadays. Great marketing. Cool concept of the time-stopping, time time-changing powers and all that. Uh, but in essence, let me, let, me start, let me start over. Quantum Break puts you in the shoes of Jack Joyce, who, is, who has the power to manipulate time. And a lot of you might be thinking yourselves, this has been done before. Like I said earlier, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, Life is Strange, probably a whole bunch of other video games. Um, what's that one where you, Braid, was it? Was Braid the time travel side-scrolling RPG game? I'm, I think it's Braid. Maybe I'm I've right. never heard of, I mean, I've heard of Braid, I just haven't played the game. But a lot of games have done the whole time travel, time control aspect. Uh, but some of the major differences are that this is actually in a modern day urban setting um the second half is instead of it just being you control time for whatever fucking reason that's all there is to it the entirety of reality around you is falling apart in the sense that time is constantly freezing or skipping or glitching out and only you as jack joyce seem to be able to notice it and not be affected by it uh, it's the game starts out with you in a fictional place called River Point University, where there's a time travel experiment that has gone wrong. Which kind of so have you guys ever noticed that besides like Doc Brown from uh, Back to the Future and the Doctor from Doctor Who, time travel experiments seem to always fucking go wrong. Like yeah, I don't yeah I don't understand that. Like it, I think it always like, does. What, who was they the just main, found out how to do it right? I forgot who was the main character in the time machine. I forgot. I'm, I'm not too sure if that oh, was. 
I don't know about character. Time Machine. You say Time Machine, I'm immediately thinking Mr. Peabody and Sherman. So go ahead. Oh, by the way, great movie. You definitely need to see it. Wait, wait, which one? The the, animated, the CGI animated version. It's actually pretty good. I liked it. It wasn't bad. I actually did watch it recently. It wasn't bad. You're right. Hmm. I expected it to be terrible. Now I watch it. It's like, oh, it's anyway. We're, I mean, we're... it's it's not it's not terrible, but well, no. I'm getting off topic here. Yeah, we're digressing a lot. Anyway, shit. Um, so shit has hit the fan. Time is unstable as 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 I mentioned earlier, and the world is paying the price. So Joyce and the antagonist of the game, whose name is Paul Serene, are both imbued with different time-based powers. Uh, Serene is has the ability to see into the future and decide what choices to make now to change that future, to prepare for that point in the future. I'm not going to spoil the story for you, mostly because I have no idea what the end of the story is. The game hasn't been released yet, but the, the different time control powers, as well as the ability to somehow do a time-based force push. I'm still not sure how Joyce does it. Apparently you get a time force push. Mm. Um, but uh, basically going through and using these powers to take down enemies as well as do Matrix style. I'm going to pick up a gun super slow-mo, faster than a shooting bullet, dodge shit, and attack people. It's a cool game. It is a fun game in the sense of a lot of action, a lot of crazy, a lot of, you know, basically an action movie that you get to play in. Um, actually, I believe you're going to be talking about something like that later, Scarfield. We'll get back to later. Um, the, the game seems pretty rad. I honestly would be down for getting it. Um, one cool element, and I, I hate to spoil things for you, but apparently you can actually play as the antagonist at certain points and have him make those decisions that will change the future. So you get to play as the protagonist most of the time, but there's little scenes where you get to also play as the antagonist, so that seems pretty cool. Anyway, the game comes out for Xbox One on April 5th, so if you guys are interested, it's a big-name title. People seem really hyped for it. I think it's really cool. I don't own an Xbox One, but I'd give it a shot if it sounds like your bag. What do you guys think? Uh, it makes sense. I mean, like, it's Quantum Break. I mean, like, it's it's a game where I feel, okay, well, maybe perhaps this game is not in, is not um, infamous, but I don't know why I'm getting that vibe. Like, I mean, it. I mean, like, is it gonna be like infamous where you walk around and can do anything in the game, or 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 are you like on a strict mission based type setting? Is what I'm trying to understand. To be honest, I have no idea. From what I've seen of the trailer, it looks like it could be either, but it doesn't specify that yet. I guess I won't really know until after April 5th and when I hear feedback from people. So Makes sense. What about you, Chris? Any thoughts? Uh, time travel, like, attacks. Kinda, this stuff's kind of interesting. I, I forget what movie it was. I think it was called Jump or, no, or Push or something Looper. like that. Or I saw that. No, it wasn't Looper. It was a different one mm-hmm. where, okay. like, you can, like, someone, like, zapped a portal, like, like, basically threw them onto, like, the top of a mountain cliff that they couldn't get down and then just disappeared. Something like that. But I think that kind of stuff is really, really cool. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah, I can so see I like that. Right. So... Beyond that, I don't really have much else to talk about, and I, 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 I hate to break the fourth wall, but Scarfy, do you want to talk about this this last bit you have here for me now, or do you want to talk about after movies, since it'll be a uh, discussion? You know what? We might as well just talk about it right now, because it is involving video games. Sure, and sure, just... sure, sure. I was just yeah. curious. Okay. I want to... 
Go okay. Ahead. Well, we all know that this big, this big, huge thing is coming out. It's called the Oculus Rift. It's six hundred dollars. It comes out on March twenty eighth, twenty sixteen. It requires an incredibly powerful PC to run. It's an immersive VR experience, but more of a luxury than anything else in terms of the gamer world. And other game companies are basically lying and wait to see how this does before investing further into their own VR tech. But for us all, it's really, I mean, what do we think of this price in exchange for the experience? Because personally, when I'm looking at the, I have no intention of getting an Oculus Rift, especially at a price as $600 when I can buy a PC at that price. True. You know? Yeah, and I mean, granted, it's not like the best PC in the world, but it's a PC nonetheless, and it would probably do a better job running programs, you know, better than an Oculus Rift. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like, like, and I watched Alpha Omega Sin's video, and let me tell you, like, six hundred dollars to wear something over your eyes, I really don't think it's all that worth it, considering that this this technology has been done before. It's nothing new that we've seen. Right. It really hasn't. I mean, I don't know about you. Like, uh, what's that? What's that arcade game? Beachhead. I used to love playing that thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The sort of thing like you would pull it down. Oculus Rift. No, like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I saw it. yeah, yeah. Like I remember, I, I live in Florida, guys. Like, so. like I remember watching the re watching James Rolfe's review of uh, the. What is that one? The Game Gear that Nintendo made. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Where you sit down and have to stare at the little screen through your eyes and keep playing. I mean, it is a luxury. It is a luxury, and you know, I, I I'd rather buy a cell phone when it bef like first if yeah. it came to buying Oculus Rift. And I what don't know about cell phone. Thing. Are you buying for six hundred dollars? Well, I mean, you know, cell phones nowadays are expensive. I mean, it's I not guess, just, yeah. I mean, you do have to buy the the tax for the phone as well as the activation fee, the bill, and true, all, true. and so okay, forth. Fair so enough, fair enough. it is technically around 600 yep. if not a little lower or a little higher. Right. What about you, Cruz? Any thoughts? Yeah, I've seen the Oculus served in actions by uh, some youtubers who will not be named at this time uh, -huh. uh there's there's um i mean i like the idea of it but i don't think i'd end up playing with it all the time right it seems like it's it's something that in my mind which should be just for an arcade for like the once in a few times experience where it's not too expensive right. yeah like had they had they possibly put their price drop down I think this would be a very good seller. I'm not, 600 I think is a very high price unless you're either filthy stinking rich or you are a gamer and just want to collect things. Right. So I don't know about you. I have no intention of buying an Oculus Rift anytime soon and PlayStation Sony's all is already coming out with VR and yeah, personally I have nothing else to say about Oculus Rift. So to me, like I, I, I like Cruz, I've seen some YouTubers play it, and to me, again, like I said was saying earlier, I live in Florida. We have Disney Quest down here, which is a giant Disney-owned arcade that's like five floors of just different arcade machines, and they have a couple of VR games like that. Um, it was never 
that amazing of an experience to me. I've never, and granted, I'm also the same person that when I see movies in 3D, it doesn't change anything for me. Like, if the game is fun, I'm going to get immersed in it. If the game or movie is in 3D, if it still sucks or is boring, then it doesn't fucking matter. It's just a gimmick. Um, yeah. In the future, I think that this is a step towards that whole matrixy or dot hack style sort of thing where everyone's bringing up samsung for whatever reason like they want me to buy a samsung phone f over the over the <laughs> oculus you've heard it here folks scarfy's getting a samsung no but... no I, I already have a samsung galaxy s6 and it's a two-year contract and i have to deal with it anyway so continue <laughs> right but the the whole thing is like i think it's it's a step closer in a direction that we get to that point that we're literally immersed in the game like dot hack or like um i guess sword art online any of those animes you've seen where it's like we are uh, now part sword, of the game oh my god i hope sword art our online just like kicks the bucket even though i know it's not going to but whatever what, what the anime yeah it's awful it's not that bad the first season wasn't bad the second um, I, I i think the fact they made a second series of it was silly just because like so thousands of people died because of this game Let's mm. go make another one. It's like, that's that's retarded. To me, that's yeah. ridiculously stupid. But the first game in itself, the idea of it wasn't that bad to me. It was very Matrix and Dot Hack inspired. But that's so I'm going to say this right now, and I hope I'm not hurting Aaron's feelings. Yeah, Samsung all the way. Apple can suck it. I have an Apple. I actually prefer it to Samsung. Uh, that's because you're more user-friendly, more than tech-savvy. I'm the one who does all the tech stuff for us. What are you talking about? Oh, um, <laughs> oh no! I got called out. Anyway, <laughs> but, uh, I like I like Apple just because. Yeah, admittedly, I, I, I don't have anything against Apple. I mean, I haven't even used you know their their um their Macintoshes. I'm not a big fan of their OS. I guess you can mm -hmm. say because I I have to do certain commands. I can't just like use the left click all the time like I used to. But, right. Well, Apple, but, the one thing I'll say with most of Apple's products is they're a lot more intuitive. They're a lot more like any layman can figure it out. PC's a little more complicated, though not terribly. And then you get to fucking, you know, like uh, Ubuntu, Linux sort of shit. And I probably pronounce that terribly because I've never used it. But that shit, I don't know how to run Linux for the life of me. That is like, you actually have to know everything you're doing. It's like, nope, I can't do it. But... So, anyway, but what, what was I getting at? Um, shit, where was I? I was talking about Oculus Rift, all that sort of stuff. It seems like a step in the direction of we're slowly getting to that point that we can play games that we are literally part of the game. And this is a good step in that direction. But for the sake of just virtual reality, it's it's not worth it. I agree with you, Scarfy. It's not worth it to pay $600 for... It's not even a console. It's just an interface to make you experience the game in a different way that you could do just as well for half the price for buying a pair of fucking awesome headphones and a very very big computer monitor yeah i could buy so much with 600 it's not even funny exactly but yeah i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not i don't plan on buying the oculus rift either so i i don't think a lot of people are especially since facebook owns it I, don't mind the I mean, I mean, Facebook. I mean, don't get, I mean, don't get, well, it's not that a, it's not a bad problem that Facebook owns it. It's just that a lot of gamers would have liked to see a company buy the Oculus Rift rather than Facebook buying it. True, true, true. So I, it would have, and you know, like, it, are you going to, are you going to sell it to a company where they just want to make a lot of money or are you going to sell it to a company where 
you know uh, the people are aware of game and games and how it works and just sell it like that. So, yeah. But by, by the way, Aaron said Linux is love. Aaron, you and Aaron, Linux is love. Linux is life. Really quick, go ahead, go ahead Cruz. Technology smarts like being a one-legged Matt guy in an ass-kicking contest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Aaron, if you want to teach me how to use Linux one day, uh, when I built my current computer, I was considering installing Ubuntu instead of uh, Windows. And I would have totally been down with that, and then I realized that I have no fucking clue how to use or run that. So, so when I see oh, you yeah, in a weekend after yeah. FWA... I, will I mean, like, down for that. I want to learn how to use Linux. I mean, I'm probably going to have to buy the, the, the book Linux for Dummies because I honestly don't know what to do. <laughs> I heard Linux is awesome. Linux is awesome, but I just want to make that clear. Right. So, um. But that's all I have to say about the Oculus. I mean, one thing a lot of people are big on. It's like, oh, this will re like it's actually even Oculus's own tag tagline. This is going to revolutionize gaming. To as far as I'm concerned, it's fucking not. It's not going to change anything about gaming. It's no, no. It's it's something we've seen before. It's not yeah. new. It's something we've seen before. Mm -hmm. If 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 you want to if you want to make a game where we haven't seen anything like it before, you do that. But we've seen this before. It's not special. Right. I mean, maybe it could <laughs> Forex. Maybe it could work, but I'm not too sure. Um anyway, uh that's all I have to say on Oculus Rift. That's all I've got. Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to end that ever. All right, Scarfy, I guess the ball's in your court. All right, let's get on with movies. Our first movie is a film called Everybody Wants Some. It's a 2006 American oh, sports comedy. Good drama film written and directed by Richard Linklater, director of School of Rock and Boyhood, about a group of college baseball players who navigate their way through the freedoms and responsibilities of unsupervised adulthood. I saw this trailer before watching 10 Cloverfield Lane. It's a good movie, but I wouldn't see it a second time. Mm -hmm. As it, you can it, tell... It, it can only have that effect once. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, true. but it was pretty damn intense. Mm -hmm. It was intense, but I wouldn't see it a second time. As you can tell, this film is pretty much 80s meets college meets whatever, but I had no idea it was directed by Richard Linklater, who directed Boyhood, one of Cruz, one of Cruz's and I's favorite films. And while I don't think it'll be as masterpiece as that, I am curious to see how this film will play out because I did like that film. So maybe this film will be good. Nothing extraordinary or a masterpiece, but good nonetheless. And if you're interested, the film will be released on March 30th, 2016. Okay. I mean, like, I remember seeing, I remember telling uh, Boo, uh, Cruz to go see, uh, you know, um, uh, Boyhood, and he enjoyed it. Right. Like, really enjoyed it. You guys mentioned it, and I, I heard about it, but the fact I had no money to see it, so. But, you know, it is. It is. It's worth it? Yes. Oh, I oh, my, like, oh my gosh. Like, I saw I saw Boyhood, and let me tell you, it it is a film that immediately hit home for me. Fair enough. It is a sucker punch to Oh uh, yeah, I was I was completely blown away. I felt like it was life. It was my life that I had, and if you ever had an experience like that, you definitely need to go see it. Um, I'm not too sure what to say about Everybody Wants Some, but if you don't know, Richard La Richard Linklater uh, directed Boyhood, and if you haven't seen the film, I encourage you all to go see it. 
It's a beautiful masterpiece. I was cringing. I was crying. It was. It felt like real life to me. I like personally. I utopia. think everybody wants some is kind of interesting in a way. It's literally a. From what I could tell from the trailer, it looks like it's following the story of a person starting college and being a, like more popular than the people there before him. And the only reason he's doing that or becoming popular isn't because he's so suave, he's so cool, he knows how to play the field. It's because he's just being a genuine person. Right. As opposed to everybody else, especially the 80s, 90s, every day, every, everybody after high school. Cody, Cody, school, Cody, I, I love you, I love you, and I love Zootopia, but I'm sorry, you can't compare Zootopia to boyhood. It, it can't true. be done. Not enough field. Yeah. <laughs> but the one thing that's interesting about it is, like, every, I'm speaking from my experience from people I talk to, but, after, like, during high school, a lot of people fall into this point they realize do i want to be what's popular and what everyone expects me to be so i can fit in or do i want to be me and that translates over to college where you get to this point where it's like sometimes those two happen to coincide to be the same thing which those people are really lucky but then you get in college where being you is more important than trying to be cool and that's what it seems like this guy's doing he might have been cool in high school for just being him but he's in college now and all these people are like oh you got to be this that and the other thing he's like Fuck you, bro. I'm me, and this is what I do. And people respect that. And that's kind of the thing that does, honestly, it's a weird life-changing event that I can relate to. It's like, yeah, in college, that that's where things change. That's where being you is more important than being hip or cool or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Because people don't give a shit if you're into the most recent pop music or stuff like that. It's, right. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter how if you dress in the most finest designs from fucking Louis Vuitton or all that shit. I'm not sure if I showed I'm not sure if I showed you the boyhood trailer. I, I need to do it after the show. You should. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll do that because, oh my God, all the feels, man. But any, long and short, I would, this is actually a movie, a couple of movies you showed me this time around were all really interesting to me. And this one's like, yeah, like, I don't know if I'll get a chance to see it in theaters in time, but like, there's a good like five or six movies that you sent me recently that I was like, these all look really cool. And this is one of them. I actually really like this movie. The okay. Go ahead. The trailer, rather. The trailer. Right, right, right. The trailer. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say about it, Cruz. I mean, uh, I enjoyed I, the trailer a lot, especially because of the, the namesake of the Van Halen song in it. Right. It looks like those 80s high school college movies like comedies you know what it kind of reminds me of it makes me think of like if the breakfast club went to college well believe it or not that's one of my grandmother's favorite films when the breakfast club came out because it was like it was life it wasn't just a script no. yeah dude the breakfast if you i don't know if you, have you seen i that? saw it i yeah. saw it it's it's, fantastic i love it it's i mean you know john hughes is a bunch of cool shit but breakfast john, john hughes i mean bless his heart he does he's such a he was such a good soul and it's sad that he's not a here with us today so scarfy i don't know if you know i'm, I'm getting a lot of topic i find it interesting that you say that because i know it means something different in northern and uh western states and in, in the south but it's funny that you say bless his heart because bless your heart in uh in the south especially the southeast is actually a derogative statement 
disguised as like no no not bad not saying anything against you but it's like if someone says oh bless your heart that's more of like someone telling me like oh you little idiot let me tell you like it's just interesting you said that i just wanted to bring that up because i'm so so conditioned to people down here saying it where when you say sack 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 you're drunk i am but that's florida is not south well that's true florida is just southern georgia but still no the point of the matter is (laughs) the point of the matter is that when people say it down here and in the south it's actually it's weird because like you said it it's a very authentic like bless his heart such a good person as opposed to bless his heart slight beratement and undermining oh it's well kind of interesting i'm not yeah i'm I'm, I'm from the west what do you expect uh better than florida and that's what i get <laughs> oh trust me it's a lot better than florida yep but don't get me wrong california has its fair share of problems too with you know um drought and all that so yeah see kyle's backing me up already it means if you only knew better but you're so cool just keep smiling pretty much that's pretty much it uh <laughs> but yeah considering that cruz considering that this is one of your one of you know it was directed by the person who directed boyhood one of your all-time favorite films what would you say about everybody wants some i think it's gonna be more of like if it's kind of one of those spots spotlight on an aspect of life thing it's a more yeah. uh comedy take of it more like uh mm. i don't want to say stereotypical. i call it fucking what was that i lost you halfway there i am there is a dog barking and it is annoying the shit out of me right now <laughs> and it's on i don't hear it now so uh, well, because I had my mic, I had my mic on mute. But I said we could. I mean, if you really wanted to, you could just get really close to your mic and turn on volume. So only I'm really, really close to my mic right now. So you know, I and I and I put it like as low as possible just to make sure that no one can hear anything. But, um, but yeah, I, it's good. I mean, basically what Cruz said. It's a, it's a good, you know, coming of age story. Well, not coming of age, like slice of life story. Yeah, I see that. What else do you have on the agenda, anyway? Um, our next film is Meet the Blacks. Hey, kids, you ready to watch a black exploitation film that satirizes the purge? Because I sure ain't. Yeah! Meet, Meet the Blacks is an upcoming American comedy film directed by Dion Taylor. The film is a parody of the 2013 film The Purge. The film stars Mike Epps, Gary Owen, Zule Hanau, Lil Duval, Brescia Webb, George Lopez and Mike Tyson. And let me tell you folks, this movie looks dumb. I don't know what it is nowadays with having spoof films starring black actors and actresses just because they act ghetto, but apparently that's what this film needs, right? Wrong. The Purge is not that great a film, so it's basically fighting a dead horse with another dead horse. But hey, it's more dignified than the Wayans Brothers of spoof comedy. Not that it matters, because this film looks stupid anyway. But yeah, I'll be skipping this one. And for those who are looking for some stupidity, the film will be released on April 1st, 2016, April Fool's Day. And no, I wish, and yes, I wish this film were a joke. Cruz? I don't think I can add anything that, that was completely shot upon. 
<laughs> I I'm actually gonna carry it. I actually thought it looked kind of funny. Like I, the last one you sent me, that was a blastploitation. I thought it looked absolutely terrible, and I was not a fan of it. This one weirdly was more amusing to me because as much as it was a little, it was definitely a little more blastploitation than you know usual film. It wasn't like it's closer to Black Dynamite level blastploitation, which I love by the way. Black Dynamite was fucking amazing, but it's. It is humor, not to the point that everything is just dick and fart and cocaine jokes. It was like, nah, this is just like, it's kind of putting, it, it is what it's doing. It's putting a humor spin on horror movies, sort of the same way the scary movie movies put humor spins on horror movies. I was like, yeah, no, I could, it, it reminded me so much of the scary movie one and two. That's like, I could get behind this. I could totally watch this, but not to say it's like I think it's going to be the best film. Not that it's going to be a great film. And looking at yes, it is. I agree with you on the fact when you say, "Oh, it's stupid and dumb and just a lowbrow comedy." But at the same time, yeah, I'm just trying to milk money. Well, basically. dude, it's Hollywood. They're always trying. To I milk know, money. I know. But in this day and age, you know, they're still trying to milk money. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes, but and it's getting annoying. So you know, I want to when I go. To films nowadays, I want films with substance put into them, not just, oh, we're gonna make this film because we want to make money for from it. No, that that's not how that's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how it works. That's literally every film, even if it has substance. But that's besides well, the, the I mean, whole the whole thing is like, admittedly, I will admit, is there substance in this movie? Fuck no, God no, there isn't. But it would be something that I could totally see getting a few, a couple of cheap laughs out of me, sort of like scary movie did sort of like any comedy ever did it's it's it looks like it's going to be the the uh just one of those you can uh, dumb humor like yeah oh yeah one it, particularly dumb it kind of reminds me like, like it's sort of like when people stuff. back in the day and of course they'll bash on it now because we like to think we're grown up and we like to think we're better than that back in the day it's sort of like the old adam sandler movies like you know happy gilmore and uh billy madison there's shit yeah. like when people look back and yeah exactly it's like oh they're so dumb blah blah and yet back in the day we watched them everybody loved them everybody thought it was, it's sort of yeah. i've said this before it's sort of like how everybody hates on Nickelback, or they do that. It's a weird thing where we thought it was cool. Nickelback really only has one good song, yes, and but, that's... Well, no, yeah. that's not true. They actually have a whole album, but that's the whole thing. It's like, we think it's cool to hate on something. We think we're... Because it means we think we're better than it. No, no, it, it's just... When you show me something that literally has nothing that I like that it has to offer, I want to skip and move on to the next film. And unfortunately... It's like, it's basically someone saying, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it, it feels like someone just wants to milk as much cash from my pocket. Aaron, you stay out of this. Sorry. Oh, God. Oh, my no. God. But, um. You did, not, you did not do that. You know, I, I mean, that's, that's, that's just the kind of person I am. No, I'm sorry. And you know, you're entitled to your own opinion. Like, if you don't yeah. like it because you think it's just stupid humor, which admittedly, I'm not going to say you're wrong about that. It's totally stupid humor. To me, like. It just, it isn't all that bad. If you, if no, you, no, let no. Let me ask it's, you this. It's... Did you like Scary Movie 1 or 2? I, I like Scary Movie 1. I thought it was great. Then you can't complain about this. Right. This is the same stupid humor. But you can complain about this in the sense that if you think it's dumb, which you're right, it's fucking dumb. Well, I mean, like, stupid, well, but... I mean, like, when I, when I look at spoof comedies, like, nowadays, yeah. what happened? Like, there used to be good spoof movies, and now there really isn't any good spoof movies anymore. And this this one just so happened to kind of tick me off about that. I don't know. 
know. This one doesn't bother me, but I think that's another thing. It's I like, mean, don't get me don't get me wrong. It's not going to be like one of the worst films ever made. I I don't really. I'm not willing to put my standards that low. But at the same time, am I gonna shell out ten dollars to see this film? Probably not. Well, I think the thing for me, and yeah, I wouldn't either. You're right. I will admit, I will wait till this comes out to DVD or is played somewhere else. I can see it for If it's even months. considered good, that is. I don't give a shit if it's considered good. Because that's the thing. You said it's based off The Purge, which wasn't that great of a film. Scary Movie was based off of, like, I... Okay, all right, all right. But then there, but, all right, well, hold on. There was Fifty Shades of Grey, and that was a terrible movie, and they made Fifty Shades of Black. Oh, my God. Which, I mean... Yeah, that one I thought was awful. I agree. But Which I, I have seen Fifty Shades of Grey, and it was awful. But the thing I think for me, and maybe uh, I'll, I'll, I'll relay this back to me in a personal sense, saying that maybe you're not wrong, maybe it's just me. I, I don't have any love or interest in horror movies. They, they bore me. Like, I, I can't do anything Boo. to sit back and make fun of horror movies because of all the ineptitude of the human beings and the unrealistic choices they make. Try, horror movies nowadays are just like really i don't know what it is but horror movies nowadays they just happen i i i can call when a jump scare is coming it's not yeah. that it's not that typical yeah. I, I just i just missed the last the last good horror movie was the con yeah yeah that's the last one I saw. and i just mystery science theater everything so i just make fun of it while it's happening but that's all thing because it's based off of a horror movie it makes it even better for me because i make fun of it so this is making fun of it. so maybe it's just a, a personal thing that movies like this i'd be more interested in because it's doing what i would do to horror movie which is fucking degrade it so right that's all i have to say that's just trying to come to an absolution of the group consensus i mean like, i mean don't i mean i don't <laughs> I'm not trying to come off as as if, you know, like, oh my gosh, you're this absolute horrible person. You're judging a book based on its cover. I'm like, no, like when I see a movie trailer, it's like reading the little tidbits on the flaps. Like I want to know what the film is about. And if it doesn't appeal to me, it doesn't appeal to me. Dude, we have a podcast show that is specifically meant to judge everything on its cover. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not going to judge you, but I'm going I'm to judge you. <laughs> I apologize. I'm, I'm totally lost here. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, I just thought that was fine. It's like, I won't judge thing based on its cover. It's like, we're discussing our views on movies, music, and video games that haven't come out yet. All we can do is judge it on its cover. Right. But you know what? I mean... Well, that doesn't mean I have to like what the cover has to offer. Oh God, no, no, offer me. Not. But, but even still. Um, but yeah, other than that, if you're interested in this film, go ahead. I just, I really think it's just a way for Hollywood to squeeze the cow's teat. But yep. who am I to say? Anyway, let's move on. Yep. Our next film is a film called The Boss. It's an upcoming American comedy film directed by Ben Falcone and written by Falcone, Melissa McCarthy, and Steve Mallory. The film stars McCarthy, Kristen Bell, uh, Peter Dinklage, Annie Mumolo, Mumolo, I don't know, Tyler Labine, Kristen, Sh Kristen Shaw, Margot Martindale, and Kathy Bates. I don't know how this woman keeps being in movies because people really like this lady for some odd reason. Anyways, the story follows Michelle Darnell, a titan of industry who is sent to prison after she's convicted of insider training, trading rather. When she emerges ready to rebrand herself as America's latest sweetheart, not everyone she's screwed over is so quick to forgive and forget. As Angry Joe on YouTube put it, um, on you 
I feel as if Melissa McCarthy, while she's not a terrible actress, I do think she needs to stop making these Melissa comedies because I always feel like she's on one of them. Like every year they're making at least two a year just so that, you know, she she can make money. And I'm kind of waiting for her to have a dignified role in all of these comedy films. Right. But hey, let's see what Ghostbusters is going to do because she is in that. Yep. So we'll, we'll, we'll see either way. Either way, if you love the actress, the film is scheduled to be released on April 8th, 2016 by Universal Pictures. Now, before I, I feel like I'm bashing this film, I have to say I haven't seen the film Spy and I actually heard that film was a, that film was a comedy and I actually heard that film was pretty damn good mm. and she was in it. So, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Melissa McCarthy, like I, I'm, I'm not too sure if you've heard of this person, but you know, she's, she always seems like she has to Probably play in these derogatory roles and you know, right. I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite, it's kind of like her niche, which she does best. I mean, I saw the trailer and I just cracked up when she just smacks like yeah <laughs> nails some guy in the throat with a tennis racket or a tennis ball right and right i'm just like that is that, like an identity thief she just like spear-handed right i i saw like, identity thief and uh i thought it i literally wanted to I, the the it had some good laughs but i literally wanted to like pick my brain with a spork i'm not <laughs> even kidding but who knows? I haven't seen Spy, and I heard that film was good. So maybe this film will be like Spy. I'm not too sure, but you know, she kind of seems she kind of seems to have like this, you know, um, uh, Hillary Clinton styled haircut that just <laughs> makes that just makes everything of this character work. So maybe it will work. I'm not too sure. Yep. Like, honestly, from what I saw of the trailer, I don't really know much about her, but from what you're telling me, it's sort of like how, uh, you know, George Clooney and Adam Sandler in different roles, mostly Adam Sandler for her, it's like, you get typecast as a character. Oh, I, oh, oh, I really hope she's not put with Adam Sandler. No, that no, no, be, no, no. That, not, would be a, that would be a terrible misdirection in her That's not what career. I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that you get written into a certain type of character. Sort of like Matthew Perry, who not many people know him because unless you're like me and you're a proper, you know, late 80s, early 90s, baby you didn't watch friends but like you get typecast in this role that people just know you play this type of character well and right. she she does does do her role well it, it shows that she it, it it undermines any sort of variety she can do but at the same time she does apparently does it well enough that she can do a lot of movies as a similar character not to say this movie's good it like well, it's well i just i feel as if she's just been in every she, all her films are pretty much comedy films and and don't get me wrong i don't hate melissa mccarthy i just i i want to see her play a dignified role right is what i'm waiting for well, you say that and I, I a lot of people said that about adam sandler and then click came out and then no one ever wanted to see him play a dignified role again. Believer, I, I actually saw the film click, and I, I was laughing my ass off, and I was crying my ass off, but even really? still, I could... I fucking hated click. Uh, there are worse films. Oh, there are worse so... films. I, gar- I believe you, but I There are worse it. films ending, by Adam Sandler, trust me. The end, they, like, yeah, the, 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 towards the end, it got really dumb, but yeah. the, for the beginning of it, when he's just dicking around with the remote, was pretty damn funny. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though, which is also, I, I, I got to get back to what Scarpie was saying. She, if she keeps following the career path she has, when she does a, the reason I didn't like Click is because when I, I was so programmed to be like, Adam Sandler is going to play in a movie, it's going to be funny. And then it got to the end where it was just sort of like, 
it tried to be feelsy and you couldn't connect as well because Cody said that a... click was super funny and I don't know what I don't know how to agree about that because I did see the movie click myself and I was crying and but... I'm not too sh and maybe that's just because I'm more of a softer, gentler person. No, 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 but... no, no. I mean, like, it was sad, but that was the thing with me. It's like, when I think Adam Sandler, I think, funny, ha-ha. And then I got to the really sad part. It's like, it's not that you're doing this bad. I'm just, I came here for the lols, bro. What are you doing? So I think it's, you make yeah. a good point that she's getting typecast on this thing that could be shitty for her if she tries to do something serious in the future. Well, I mean, like, if she does do something serious in the future, and... I think she might like, you know, I mean, she keeps, she does have a good career path right now. I mean, some are good, some are, you know, shaky, but in my opinion, I think that if it was possible, she could be in a much more dignified role where who knows, she actually could be a lot more well-known than she's right now. That's true. I, I mean, and don't, and don't get me wrong. Like Adam Sandler has a long time to recover because let me tell you after click, he's made some pretty terrible films in the past. Dude, recover. What the fuck are you talking about? That dude is like a billionaire. He doesn't need to recover from shit. He's uh, set for life. I meant, yeah. well, not that type of recover. Right. I meant, I meant critical reception wise of his movies recover, not True. financial. But he's been doing this for like well over thirty years. I don't think even like I think he cares in the sense that he wants to do it because it's fun for him. But he doesn't need other people to be like, yeah. oh, he, we he love could, you. Like, he could retire if he wanted to. Yeah, exactly. He could, but even still, I, I don't, ha I don't hate Adam Sandler. I mean, like, Fair enough. I just really think you know. <laughs> His career hasn't really recovered. That's all I can say. Yep. Anyway, but that's that. Yeah, this movie itself, going back to this, I, I'd watch it, but I don't think I'd go to theaters to watch. Again, I think it's when I'd wait to come out till later because it looks funny. I think I'd actually laugh at it, but it's not, whether it's because I don't really know her work or it doesn't seem like a, that great of a plot line, I'm just, I'm not that inclined. Okay. What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Cruz? I I tasted shit. Stacey, did you put shit in my lunch? <laughs> uh, no, really. What do you think about what? <laughs> no, really, really. What, what did you think about? What do you think about this film? Um, I guess it's kind of at the point where those those Melissa comedies are getting old. But I think this might be like the last decent one before they start to just go down. Well, I mean, like yep. she is doing Ghostbusters, so we'll see what she does with that. <laughs> And boy, and, and boy, like, do I have some things to say when it comes out? I, I don't even think that film's going to be good, but I, I'm getting off key here. We'll wait until that film comes out. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, um, our next film is a film called uh, Demolition. It's a 2015 American drama film directed by Jean-Marc Vallée. The film stars Jake Glendenhall, Naomi Watts, and Chris Cooper. The film was selected to open the 2015... Uh, Toronto International Film Festival by Fox Searchlight Pictures. Davis, a successful investment banker, struggles after losing his wife in a tragic car crash. Despite pressure from his father-in-law, Phil, uh, his father-in-law Phil, to pull it together, Davis continues to unravel. What starts as a complaint letter to a vending machine company turns into a series of letters revealing startling personal admissions. Davis' letters catch the attention of customer service rep Karen and amidst emotional and financial burdens of her own. The two form an unlikely connection with the help of Karen and her sons, Chris. Davis starts to rebuild, beginning with the demolition of his life he once knew. Seems like one of those art house films that I 
think seems to be kind of cool, destroying the very thing that has a haunted a man's life for a while. Seems legit. Uh, the film release is uh, releases on April 8th, if you're interested. Honestly, I am. Out of all the ones that we talked about, I saw a trailer. I would love to watch this one. Really? I, I think it'd be great. Like, I maybe I... I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just a, a depressive bastard, but in a lot of ways, it's kind of like that weird feeling of emptiness, loss, and sort of like almost um, sociopath sort of mm-hmm. thoughts, where it's like I know I should be feeling certain things, societally speaking, but I don't. I've mm-hmm. I've been in those situations. I know how weirdly frustrating and confusing it is, and it's really cool to see someone take this in a weird way. Like mm-hmm. watching this, this feels like a movie that should have been. Th- not enough funny to be by him, but it seems like something that would come from the minds of Zach, of Zach Braff and acted better by fucking, um, what's his name, George Clooney and something like this. But this dude, I mean, like, everything I've seen of it so far, it's been great. I, I would love to watch this. I might walk away disappointed. Maybe I'm, I'm thinking higher of it than it is, but it looks really cool to me. No, 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 Cody, please do not bring up Demolition Man. That movie was awful. <laughs> I love Demolition Man. What are you talking about? Penis. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I heard penis. So how's it going, Cruz? <laughs> Hello? Cruz? Did we lose him? We might have. His mic might be gone. But anyway, continue. So you don't, you're not a huge fan of Demolition Man? <laughs> or do you, are you not a huge fan of Stallone? Because I understand you not being a fan of Stallone. I don't. Don't blame me. I'm not a, I'm not a, it's not that I'm not a fan of Stallone. I don't really, pers- I, the Rocky series just doesn't appeal to me, but I, I saw the Nostalgia Critic review and he made, and he made fun of it for how goofy it was. Have but, you seen uh, Demolition Man? No, Sam. <laughs> how can you say you're not a fan of something if you haven't seen it? Because I saw Nostalgia Critic's review of it. So what? That's obviously biased. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right maybe i do need to see it even though it looks silly but, but i will okay. admit to you if you're going there like with thoughts it's probably our ruin for you it's not it's not a it's not the best film i will admit that but like i like it just because it's it's weird like it has very weird humor to it and just stuff about it that's like i would not have expected from that time in films but it was it was kind of cool. I, I'd say um, watch it recreationally, not seriously. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, a another test here. Uh, Cruz, are you there? Um, we cannot hear Cruz. Uh, I'll be. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, demolition. Uh, demolition. So this is a film that you definitely want to see. Yes. Yes, I oh. definitely do. I might want to see it myself. Uh, uh, you know, uh, just hope that uh, it would would do well as an art house film. Maybe it'll be nominated for Oscars. I don't know. Maybe. Can you? Uh, uh, him? Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, guys. It's just you know we we have uh, we're having technical difficulties here. Oh, I can use the technical difficulties thing. Well, I mean, oh, he his mic unplugged, but he plugged it back in. Okay, uh, can you hear us now, Cruz? He hears us, but we don't hear him. I'm putting up tech difficulties because I can, because you gave me this power. <laughs> but yeah. So we're trying to get Cruz back, but on that note, so I see a bunch of people. I saw Cody Fox and Kyle shout Demolition Man. So uh, tell us in the comments if you can hear us. Were you, uh, were you guys big fans of uh, Demolition Man? Like, did you guys, do you guys dig it? Because 
Go ahead and write in the comments now. I'm just going to talk to fill the void because there's a 10 second delay before you hear me say this. But like to me, it was it's something I think I saw at first when I was like seven. Um, and it was a really bizarre movie with, uh, what was his name? Psycho Phoenix or something as a, as a villain. And it was just, it was really like cool and weird and stupid, but it's like, I, I feel like it was a, a fun movie to watch, but if anyone would love that movie, it's, Hello? Hey, there you go. what, what happened? Cruz? I had to move and my mic apparently popped out of the USB thing. And I don't know why it, wasn't working again because I could hear myself on it or whatever. I'm back now. I got awesome. Hey, Chris. So what? So what do you think about demo demolition, Cruz? Uh, I'm not much into uh, you know the classic drama movies. They kind of change. You can change that we're experiencing technical difficulties. Off. Oh so. yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, so sorry. Yeah. Chris, Chris, yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard that one before. Looks like, looks like we're cruising for a boozing. And then Zach leaves. Bye. <laughs> That's a two-in-one. That is yeah. disgraceful. Anyway. Just honor on your femory. Just honor on your cow. <laughs> anyway, Demolition, what is your opinion? Two phone. What? Two phone. Yes. Shut up. Okay. His opinion is phone, Scarfy. Oh my gosh, our roommate. Someone needs to stop me. Are you saying? Yeah. No, next time. Are you taking me off on camera? Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Oh man. And we're back. Um. Uh, wow. Okay. We had a roommate on our show. That's great. Not the first time yeah. or the last time. Yeah. It's chill. It's chill. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about demolition or do you have any input me no no okay. not, not, not a fan of just dramas fair enough fair enough yeah but you were a fan of uh boyhood that was more like a life spot drama not like i mean drama is in like the rope it it not that this is just romantic drama right. but it's like if it's that kind of uh thing that's like no, no. I okay, don't, it just okay. gives me the band vibes. Right, equals right. I don't have time for your fucking feels. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm more I'm excited for this next one. Okay. Yeah. Our next film is a film called Hardcore Henry. It's a 2015 Russian American science fiction film written and directed by Ilya Nyshuler. The film stars Chartel Copley, Danila Kozlovsky, Haley Bennett, and Tim Roth. Hardcore Henry is a first-person action film in which the audience sees everything through the eyes of Henry, a man resurrected from the brinks of death as a cybernetic super soldier who remembers nothing about his past. He is trying to save his wife, Estelle, who has been kidnapped by Aiken, a powerful warlord with the plan of bioengineering soldiers. In the unfamiliar city of Moscow, Henry tries to avoid being killed while discovering the truth behind its identity. That being said, however, I think this is an interesting idea. An FPS fighting yes. game come to life. No, but seriously, I do think that the film may yet be a different take on it. I like the fact that it's a POV shot the entire movie, almost as if the film may in fact be a different way of doing things. And I kind of do hope that... 
they make a film with Tim Roth and Charlotte Copley as twins because they do, in fact, look alike. All in all, this film will be released on April 8th as well. This one looks really, really, really fucking cool. Oh, it does. Yeah, it might be headache-inducing in 3D, definitely, but I don't think it's meant to be like the uh, Grave Encounters shaky camera type thing. Oh, no, certainly not. What do you think, Zach? I like it. I agree. Actually, even though you said just kidding, there was some truth to it. Uh, There's a lot of video games have been made off of movies, and a few movies have been made based off of video games. But this is the first one. It's like, it is literally just you playing a video game and kicking ass at it without holding a remote. Like, that's basically... (laughs) It doesn't mean it's a bad... I'm not saying it's like, oh, that means you shouldn't see it. No, it's kind of cool. If you're an adrenaline junkie, this is definitely going to be pumping. So go for it. Uh, me personally, I once again, I would see Demolition over this just because that's what I'm into. That being <laughs> said, I would totally see Hardcore Henry. I have no issue with that. I think it'd be awesome. And I think it would be better to see in theaters than it would be on DVD. If you want have any you know, interest in this, go for it in theaters. Speaking of, speaking of, I went to like, uh, I went to, I researched the uh, cinematographers and unfortunately they're cinematographers that I never heard of. And I'm like, oh, that means that that makes this film unique. And that means... I don't know. That means I have to give a shit about it. <laughs> yeah, I have to give <laughs> Cody, you do, do not mail your VHS. You know what? You can't even mail a VHS tape because I don't have a VCR, bitch. Like Obey Explosion! <laughs> oh, man. I have, I have, so this is off topic. I have kids... I, as far as you don't know, I work at a university library. I have kids that they'll come asking for a video, and we only have it on VHS. So I'll come back and hand it to them, and they look at it like they're looking at, like, fucking some sort of tablet from ancient Egypt. Like, they have no idea <laughs> what, what this is. I, or that is what do I put sad. There? That is yeah, so like, sad. What do I do with this? this? You're at that point. This doesn't fit in my DVD thing. Yeah, I just stare at that. It's like, fucking are you, DVD, you dumbass. Are you fucking kidding me? I've had, I've had <laughs> students come up and like, how do I skip to the next scene? Fast forward. You mean I have to wait? I will fucking you mean I have murder to you. <laughs> yes, you have to wait. <laughs> You know, to get up and push the button on the TV. <laughs> it is sad that we are living in a um, society where VCR is becoming like the um, the dinosaur now. And like, I want to, I want to, and I want to clarify something. Nowadays, it is, I mean, I, I don't mean to bang on VCR because I had a whole bunch of VHS tapes growing yeah. up. Like I had like every single Disney movie known to man growing up as a kid yeah and nowadays people wait what <laughs> furry what sorry that doesn't mean anything furry. but whatever um what was, where was i yeah i had a vcr growing up as a kid and i have to say when it like uh i i talked to my filmmaker and said is it better to have things on dvd now i'm like yeah because yeah. vcrs like they um they actually wear off over time i'm like wow i didn't know that mm-hmm. Uh, Nero posted something that's interesting. He just said uh, VCRs are becoming the floppy disk of our era. There's actually a not uh, not yet, not yet there, almost. There's almost. a but there's a comic I read a while back that was actually kind of amazing. I told you guys, but I don't know if I ever talked about this on the show, where there's a kid who uh, walks up to his father. His father's like, "Hey, have you ever seen one of these?" And the kid and his father are both tech people, and he gives the kid a floppy disk. And the kid looks at it for a second and goes, "Oh, cool! You made a 3D print of the save icon." <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, watched that. I was like, "Three for two, save my Yep, 
Yup. <laughs> so, anyway, but continue. Print of a but yeah, it, I mean, like, it, it is kind of sad that, you know, VCRs are becoming the, the, the dinosaur now, and I kind of wish that people still made VHS. It's it's a shame that they don't because everyone uses DVD now, and there's audio issues with VCR, and you know, right? You can't really change it much. But anyways, um, our uh, hardcore Henry, like I'm pretty sure Cruz wants to see it. I want to see it too because I don't know. It just it it looks interesting. Like I I like the person who play it, Charlotte Copley. I kind of. Am waiting. I kind of am waiting for Tim Roth and Charlotte Copley to make a film as twins because that actually kind of would be great. But yeah, you know, right. Uh, but yeah, Hardcore Henry seems interesting. I may go see it. Not too sure about it, but if you guys want to see it, yeah, comes out on April eighth as well. Yep, looks cool. And now we're gonna talk about our upcoming films. Our first upcoming film is a film called The Huntsman Winter's War, and let me tell you, folks. I saw like the first trailer of the Huntsman, Snow White and the Huntsman starring um fucking uh what's her name? The girl who plays in um Twilight. I forgot her Chris, name. Kristen, 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 Kristen Stewart, yeah. God damn it, Stewart. Oh god. Yeah, there's a picture of it's like Kristen Stewart's like at first it was like blank expression, but then I was like same blank expression. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah i mean like don't get me wrong i don't hate i mean like i i do kind of see how people can hate kristen stewart as an actress because she is terrible being an actress but thankfully the huntsman winter's war does not have kristen stewart in it but maybe this will appeal to you guys so i mean it looks kind of cool i don't know about you guys but what do you think i've seen i think i saw the first or the the, the huntsman with kristen stewart and like her acting didn't take away from it too much, but uh, I mean, uh, she's bland and monotone, yeah. and yeah, even when she Mark, did we lose everybody? I think I did. Give me one second. I think that Hangouts decided to be silly, so let me get a second to bring our my lovely brothers back. I've been trying to keep it about and ready for a little while. <laughs> There we go. Oh, flip shit. So repeat that because um, Hangouts went to sleep not long ago, less than th about 30 seconds max. So I got up to the point where Cruz started talking about his thoughts on the Huntsman. Repeat that, please. We were talking about how the films. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Don't tell me we, we lost all of that commentary. A whole 20 seconds? I think we'll live. Go for it. Okay. Well, we were talking about how this film does not star motherfucking Kristen Stewart. No, yeah, I got that. But he started talking about the film itself mm -hmm. and his thoughts. Oh, okay. What, did it cut off after that? Right when you it? said, it's like, oh, Kristen Stewart, and then you started going to your, your discussion about it, and then you were gone. So. Oh, uh, okay. I hate it when that happens. Okay. So as I was saying, uh, the first one was kind of interesting. I don't think I'll see the sequel. I'm going to take a beat break. I'll be right back. It, yep. it looks, uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the first one didn't incite me enough to see a sequel. Right. I mean, the weird thing for me about um, a lot this movie and a lot of movies like it with The Huntsman and all that, there's a big sort of uh, the, the – uh, what am I thinking really quick? Um <sighs> Uh, I want to say Grim Fairy Tales. I might be fucking this up, but our brother's grammar, whatever it is. 
Um, but basically those old stories, like, you know, Snow White and all that stuff that Disney turned into such pretty, fluffy, happy movies. Yeah. And retelling it's the, the way... More, the more real version. Yeah, it's like, and I kind of... the more brutal version. Exactly, and I kind of like that. Like, I've seen only a few because I just don't normally watch movies as much as I should, or anywhere near as much as Scarfy, because, of course, he's our film buff. He loves movies a lot more than any of us. But they all look cool. Like, even this one's like, that looks kind of fun. It looks a little too... This one in itself, I, I don't know, like maybe I just am not a fan of it, but the 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 hunt the character the huntsman that he plays, he kinda seems like a cunt. Pardon me if I'm not allowed to use that phrase in the future, but Scarfy's not here, so fuck it. But I'm right here. He's seen yeah, but the huntsman seems like a complete cunt. You like, didn't hear anything. I just I just I don't like his character. He seems too <laughs> perfectionist and too like, oh well and the granted he can back it up because from what I've seen in the trailer you the don't like dude can fight. The dude can fight, and the dude's pretty good, but he just seems so far up his Chris own Hansen. ass. Yeah. Oh, Chris, Chris, wait, isn't that like the guy who played... Wait, I'm about to look that up. Hold on. I, if played, it is who I, if no, it is who I think it is, I'm going to be like, how dare you say that? Yeah. Um, he played... Uh, are you talking about Thor? Hold on. No. Odinson, oh, oh, okay. Okay, okay. That guy, that guy. I was thinking about the guy who played... Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. I was like, how dare you say that? Jon Snow's a great actor. The person who plays Jon Snow is a great actor, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this film, I literally don't even know what to say. I'm probably not going to see it at all. Oh, I mean, like, I'd honestly love to see it. We were talking earlier about how it's telling the more real version of how Disney has changed the uh, Grimm's Fairy. That's a Grimm's Fairy Tales. Uh, cause you know, like Snow White and all that stuff, it's like maybe a more fluffy bunny and cutesy and shit. The original stuff of a lot of this was dark and depraved and really, mm-hmm. really gritty. Mm-hmm. And I like that people are like, we're going to change that. We're still going to have the, the beautiful cinematic effects, but right. this stuff is, it's like, yeah, it wasn't, oh, fluffy bunny, good things happen. It's like, so here's the shit that went down and yeah. it wasn't fun. <laughs> So I, I, I don't know. I, I Here's like what Disney stuff. did not show you. It's cool for the people who grew up on Disney, too, because now that you're an adult and can appreciate the more gritty, it's like, so here's a retelling of some, the actual telling of what was made lighter for you as a child. It's sort of like going from hearing about the stork to realizing how babies are actually made. It's a growing up process. <laughs> it's a little less emotionally scarring. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what to say about that film, but, you know, I I guess we can move on to the next one. Sure, sure. Our next film is the film called The Shallows. Uh, not too sure if you guys saw this trailer. It's basically um, about this girl who is trapped on a single rock platform where a giant shark is circling around her, but she can't really go anywhere because if she does, the shark will eat her. Mm-hmm. I... I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I, 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 the concept looks great enough, but I feel as if I've seen this film, this film, this, film, this type of film before. So, oh yeah, is that, Jaws. Is that the yep. entire concept of the movie? Yep. Or is it like, is there like, it's the entire stranded there? It's the entire. Does she even does she get stranded there? She gets stranded does... on like a very very small rock platform, and she's trying to figure out, okay, how the hell am I going to escape this rock platform before a shark gets me? Yeah. But. Given that fact, I don't think that's going to be the entire movie because if it did, it'd be absolutely it would be absolutely a boring concept. So obviously, there is going to be some 
tense moments and thriller action, I don't really know, but you know. To only me, time, I mean, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Only time will tell what this film will, will be and hopefully we'll be able to review it another time as soon as the trailer, before the trailer comes out. To me, it's Frozen meets Deep Blue Sea, which is Deep Blue Sea was based off of Jaws. It's the, the idea that you're doing like a weird sort of documentary of this thing that happens as one person's trapped in this unsurvivable situation. I think there's also a movie made off of that person who got like trapped in hiking in some mountain area and he had to cough his own like arm or leg to get free. It's like, it's that weird sort of like, I survived or I died here and this is uh, the documentary of this horrifying event and the idea is to cash off the adrenaline of that feeling of being stuck and the empathy people have for this character not to say it's bad or good but i agree with you i have no interest in seeing it it's just another shark movie to me i well, live in florida like we have shark bait. To <laughs> i mean uh, don't 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 get me wrong i i want to see what this film is going to be because it just gave us a teaser i want to know how exactly how does she get to the rock what does she do on the rock you know all that other stuff. And then maybe it's a good concept. Right. That's exactly what I want. Right, right. Um, but anyway, I guess we can move on. Um, our next film is a film that I am personally excited for. Maybe, possibly, if you're a fan of Legos. Um, the Lego okay, Batman Lego movie. And a fan of Batman. The Lego Batman I'm movie. A fan of Legos and Batman. Holy freaking cow. I'm not too sure if this film is going to be a good film or a bad film, but... Let's just say maybe it will be good. You know, uh, I did you put it on the chat, Zach? Um, uh, no, no, working on it. Sorry, grabbing it. Sorry about that. No, it's fine. So it's fine. I, I I heard something going on in the background. That's my bad. Go ahead, finish. It. But yeah, if you like the Lego Movie, your chances are you'll like the Lego Batman Movie. If it's you know written by the same people who wrote the Lego Movie, what do you think, uh, Cruz? Um. I was just saying, I am a Lego fan. I'm a fan of Batman too. So I think is this like going to be like an actual spinoff of the first one? Yeah, like, I, I believe so. That. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Did you? Even, yeah, that'd be. I mean, that'd be awesome. Everything is awesome, but you know. Hmm. You you saw? Did you ever see the Lego Movie, Zach? I did. And what did you think of it? Um, the scene with a spaceship and all that shit—that was you hilarious. Need- and thank God for that scene because I will never get I that time that of my life back. I fucking loathe that movie. It was so boring. Sorry, I honestly like I went in with such high expectations for that. And I went, it came out of it's like I can see how it's amusing. I can see how people would like it, but just for me, I was like, I would honestly. It, it, it had me. the one shining moment. Yeah, exactly. Wait, you really did not like the Lego movie. <laughs> I would rather eat my own foot. Then watch that movie again. That's how much I was like. I was just saying there. It's like I can't escape. I'm trapped here with friends who are genuinely enjoying this. And me, I don't mean to drag them under the bus. Yeah, me and China just let each other. It's like, so do you feel like that's an hour or two of your life you're never getting back again? And he's like, let's go get a drink. I was like, thank you. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I I just I like and that's the thing, and I won't say that's a bad movie because it really just was my take. There's something about it that just like, it was so. It felt like the entire movie was just ADHD. Like it's just so jumping from point to point and crazy happening and funny random humor and stuff. I'm like, I I feel like 4chan made this movie. I don't like what is going on. 4chan did make why, this movie. Why 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 is happening? So yeah, I'm not a fan of it. And why? I, <laughs> I 
I can't be friends with you anymore. That's fine. Love I, you, I, but that's you, fine. <laughs> I will not take just, that back. <laughs> you, you just like ruined me in a way. I don't understand how Sorry, you didn't, how you. I don't understand how you and Shiny really didn't like this film. Like the plot was great. I mean, I, I mean, gr granted, maybe the graphics could have been done a little better, but at the same time, it was written and produced by the same people who made freaking robot chicken how can you not like this movie honestly that's probably part of it like i like robot chicken because it's only about 15 minutes long fucking fucking like an well they made like, oh well they God, made well they made a well here's the thing they made it be they made it because the actual creators of the film really liked legos that's fine i have once again the the story overall wasn't bad the idea of that weird sort of like barrier of oh these actually are just little lego pieces being played with by a kid that's not bad but the movie itself just i didn't like it i could not stand it and i would never watch it again and lego batman is sort of the same way it's like i will not watch it just that's mostly just because i like the character batman. i can't believe i just yeah i i have nothing to say i really can't believe you do not you didn't really like the film that's you're like it is insane. Like, I'm sorry, like, I'm dwelling on this, but you are the very first person to tell me that you really did not like the Lego movie. Yeah, but admittedly, I'm kind of a first for a lot of things, because we won't get into that, because this will cause an uproar right now in the chat, but I didn't like Undertale either. Like, admittedly, I didn't like Undertale because... I, I like the story of Undertale. I don't like the gameplay. Yeah, I made the mistake of going into Undertale without a strategy guide or anything expecting it to pay off in one playthrough admittedly i watch other people play it finally it's like okay if i'm willing to replay this game like you know three four five times it actually pays off really well and it can be a lot of fun it's really cool the programming that went into it to make it yeah the experience. chat is blowing up zach like the, the, look what you've done boohoo anyway but um wow wow just i am like this is the part where I can get Siskel and Ebert all up in your business, but I'm personally not going to do that because that's just you... not the kind of guy I am. I, I love you, but I'm sorry. You're wrong. It's no, I'm actually not. You, but is... I love You're you, wrong. But... You're wrong. It's an opinion, it's like, dude. I love you, but fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's opinion, honestly. I'm not going to say fuck you, but fuck you. That's fair. <laughs> I honestly don't give a shit. Like, honestly, I thought it was I'm not going to do it, but I'm going to do it. But the point of the matter is that, yeah, I didn't really like it. I didn't like Undertale when I played through it just because it was so... It didn't have a good payoff for one playthrough. And really, yeah, that was more of a, I need to play again and again. For Lego Movie, if you like it, great. To me, it just... It honestly was just painful to sit through for me. And that's part of it. If you don't like you, it, that's fine. I, I just wanna I, I wanna let you know something. There are painful movies to sit and watch through. Mm-hmm. I'm aware. And that's one uh, of them. How dare you? <laughs> because yeah. But anyway. So yeah, that's but getting way back to the point. Um the Lego Batman movie, I'm actually not as much interested, not just because it's made by the same people made the Lego movie, which I'm not a fan of. I just I, I enjoy Batman, I enjoy his character, and turning him into this weird sort of thing that's mostly just for... The, the Room and the Manos Hands of Fate have terri are terrible movies, and you think the Lego Batman movie is one of them? Oh, look at you putting words in my mouth. No, I don't think it's as bad as that. I'm saying that I didn't like it. <laughs> Get over yourself and move on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so what else do you have? Okay. Hmm. Dick.
<laughs> anyway, um, uh, all right, right. No, no jokes. We're just, you do realize I'm just joking with yeah, you. Yeah, right? yeah, I know. Yeah. But at the same time, so what do you got next? I'm just busting your balls. Deep water. Busting your balls. Anyway. Uh, deep water horizon. Go get your shine box. Deep, <laughs> uh, deep water horizon. It's a film, uh, about a true story about an oil, uh, an oil derrick in a uh, next to the sea, and personally, I'm kind of against seeing it because I don't believe in oil derricks being out on the seaboard. I can understand that. Yeah, that seems like it's going to cause a big rise in a lot of the environmentalist people. Mm. It's yeah, it's just liberal liberal propaganda. Is it well? Is it liberal? Like I can't really tell what it's trying to. It seems like a pseudo false documentary, like. What it's starring Mark Wahlberg, and as we all know, like Mark Wahlberg suffered heavily after after the happening. But you know, wait, wait, well, what what about the happening? Uh, you've never saw, you've never seen the happening. No, I haven't. It's M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, yeah, I know who it is, but what what why does that have to do with Deepwater? Because M Night Shyamalan pretty much ruined his acting credibility for ever since that movie and i'm kind of wondering if this film is going to suffer the same fate right 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 okay no i can see that but yeah like to me it just seems kind of i don't know it seems very weird it seems like it's you're going to try to be preachy like of oh this is why i shouldn't de do deep sea drilling or i don't know like one of the things in in the the trailer you sent me is it mentions following these heroes and i don't know it sounds like it's talking about the people in charge of the drilling so i'm confused as to what I, the message is trying to get across I, I think it's trying to be like oh an accident happens at the oil place and it, it blows up or whatever and like i'm trying to wonder okay well that's what you get for having an oil um place at an ocean or whatever but i <laughs> the happening where the trees can kill you yeah it doesn't really yeah. make much sense you <laughs> it, is, it is the silliest movie to watch and it's also that the most hilarious movie to watch so if you ever get the chance, please get please do so. But otherwise, yeah, it stars Mark Wahlberg, and I don't know what this film's personally going to be about, but I don't know. Oh, 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 one second. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I totally didn't put the link for that. Let me do that. Yeah, what? please do. I am. I am on it. Ooh, up, up, up. There we go. Raining Men. I never heard of that movie. I'm not even sure if that's a movie. I know it's a song, but I am not going to sing it. I am not going to sing that song. I wasn't going to ask you to. Yep. No. Yes, Wicker Man. Wicker Man. Fuck yeah. Good. Wicker Man. The Wicker Man. good. Not the bees! Not the bees! <laughs> I, oh, no, no, I mean the song. Oh. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Who does that originally, Cruz? What? Who does that song originally? I forget. Iron Maiden. Oh, right, thank you. Iron Maiden. Yeah. But yeah, this film is basically, like, inspired, like, it's based on a true story, apparently, about, like, about, like, an oil spill or an oil destruction article going on i don't know you guys need to watch the trailer like if you don't know what's going on fair enough it's it's up now oh wait 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 no is it yeah it's on it's on oh this is the next one sorry jumped ahead yeah our next film is war dogs uh it's the final film on the upcoming film list it's basically starring uh jonah hill and this other actor i think it's trying to continue i i it's a comedy about trying to make billions of dollars about these two with these two douchebags i honestly have nothing else to say other than yeah it looks cool let's move on it's a it's a fantastic movie it looks like but at the same time i could see it being amusing 
And if it is actually, depending on how, it's based on a true story. So how much of this is actually true to life of whatever happened with this deal, it could be kind of amusing. Um, the weird thing to me is, Scarfy, are you a fan of um, John Cusack at all? Or any of his films or anything? I've never, here? I've never seen John, I've never seen any of John Cusack's films. I'm he's, sorry to say. No, maybe, know. maybe I have, and it's just under my radar. But right, I've never seen a film. I, I don't even I know, know what that John name. Looks like. The, the tall, thin, the tall, thin one of the two guys. He looks let like me, a young hold John on, Cusack. Hold on, hold on. Let me look at, let me look it up. Sure, sure. But he looks like a, a young, looks, talks, and acts like a young John Cusack. And it's fucking um, weird. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I've never seen, I mean, I've, I've seen this, I've never seen this actor before. It's the first time seeing him. Ew, 1408 was a terrible movie, and so was 2012. Ugh, gross. I don't remember either of those movies, actually. 2012 was, like, based off this film directed by, uh, Roland em Emmerich, and it's direct, and it's basically, you know, talking about the end of the world, and it's, it's stupid, and there was a scene where they launched off like a ramp with with an airplanes not once not twice but three <laughs> times while earthquakes were going on i love, awesome. I love the, my favorite scene in that movie was like the guys flying the plane he's like at the big russian plane he's like come on baby lift your big ass <laughs> nice um yeah, the ones strange. i've seen them in have been like high fidelity and gross point blank and stuff like that like more weird eccentric movies so i i think they were they were like maybe late 90s when they came out but that's why i remember him from that movie is just awful i don't understand why they even i don't even understand why this movie was even i mean it granted it got 79 percent on rotten tomatoes but good lord 1408 i did not like cody, cody fox apparently agrees with you on 14 i have not seen it but i i made him guys words oh it's awful don't even go don't even go see it it i, I, I won't I, I'd rather see a more dignified movie like the Lego movie. <laughs> and I, I'm just going to say this right now. I am literally tempted to slap your shit. That's fair. For, 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 for not liking the Lego movie. Like how, like just, just, just wow. Wow, dude. Like, I can't believe you actually hate something that a lot of people really, really enjoy. Oh no, I'm not popular. I don't follow popular opinions. Good God. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. It's I'm not a fan of it. Kind of what happens in the furry fandom. I mean, I mean, I mean. Don't get me wrong. Don't make me. Don't get me wrong. I I hate the Wizard of Oz, but even that like is just like incredible to some people. Like, why do you hate the Wizard of Oz? I'm like, because it's annoying to me. I don't I, love it, but I don't hate. It's just it's sort of there. Like, I guess I it just wasn't a part of my childhood, so it's like it didn't do anything. The Wizard of Oz, of course, not the Lego Movie, so it's like it just yeah. didn't do anything for me. Yeah, but I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of music. I mean, I did see it when I was really young. But right, right. So is there any letters? No, actually, I checked that earlier. We have nothing on the inbox. Um, to let you all know, Whoa. feel free to email us with any questions, things. Um, if preferably you not adult-rated, but whatever questions you have for us. Yeah, if you wish to remain anonymous, please do so. Uh, just type in, I wish to remain anonymous on the subject, and we'll definitely keep you anonymous. Don't worry. Or if you have any questions for us right now, you can send them on the chat. Yeah, you can if you want to. I mean, like, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, how much time do you have, Zach? I like, mean, you got you got two hands that aren't broken. <laughs> I got I got a little bit of time. We can finish up the show. I'm just trying to see where everything is. I don't mind closing now, but if we 
We don't I'm also, know. I'm no. also talking over the 10 second delay that they get, so no. trying to see what they, if anyone says anything. If not, we can just jump ship. Hmm. But all the same, pretty good. Um, and you already mentioned that we're not going to be doing a show next week, yeah? Yeah, I, I want to let everyone know that um, in case you didn't hear it on the beginning, we will not be having a show next Sunday because uh, Zach is going to uh, FWA, yep. he, and I will be going uh, to uh, uh, spring break. So even if even if we were able to do a show, uh, I I would be unavailable for the most part. So, so I just want to. Uh, we got questions now. So. Uh... Nicar was it Nicanor or Nicanor Nicanor Bugby says, "Do you got the booty?" I'm like, I don't know what that means. I, I don't. I have, got. I have a booty. I grew up myself. It's so I weird. have. I have a booty. I, I don't I have agree. money. I don't know if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh, I guess someone's shooting fireworks when it's not even the 4th of July. That's a lot Whee! of fun. Fun time. Also, no. and happy uh, free Easter first year to you too, Kyle. Thank you. So we we want to ask you guys a question. What would furry Jesus do? Oh, Lord. <laughs> so how did that, is that a hashtag that originally got started? Like, how long has that no, been around? No, 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 I made it up myself. Oh, okay. I was wondering, because it's like, I've seen, uh, when you sent me that, I've seen what would false Jesus do, which is very unknown. I think it's something that's more of a, on a Reddit thing than actually really big uh, to people. What for yeah. did Jesus do? Um, honestly, if any of you guys know him, Jesus Fox is the closest thing I know to furry Jesus, and apparently he would forgive your gifts. Yeah, he would. Like, yeah, yeah, that guy. That's all I know <laughs> I about him. Up your I don't, I don't know if he's listening, that's but that's kind of silly when I don't even like, I don't even know the guy. You don't really know who he is. He's, 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 he's a character. You don't know who he is. Yeah, exactly. I don't know who he is. If you guys want to listen... Jesus. We just want to let you know that if you guys want to listen to Zootopia, we can't really talk about it anymore because we... Well, actually, no, we could talk about Zootopia, but it's not really necessary because we just did like a whole episode regarding it. We did, yeah. But what I, all I see is Ask Zootopia character crosses himself. I don't know... I don't know what that means, but... Um... <laughs> I could go to the show, go and see it again, theaters, and shout at the screen. You know, a character crosses himself and see what happens. I think I'll be thrown out of the theater, but <laughs> I can see what happens. <laughs> what do we want to know? Who he is? Who? Uh, Jesus? He's just, he's an account on Twitter. So all all he does I, is post. I, I don't know who that guy is. Like I don't understand he's why he's an account up when I have nothing. When I don't even know who it, who it is. Because all go, go look. <laughs> All it all it is is a it's Twitter just... account, and the tagline is yeah that it's like uh, Jesus Fox forgiver of your yifts because it's Pretty supposed much. to just be a I think it is. Yeah, I think his header is like a fox walking on water or something. Like yeah, that. something like that. But beyond that, I know nothing about him. He just posts random pictures that are fair. I'm pretty sure it's always safe for work, clean, um, uh, furry stuff. I think that's all he really does, and just like does random things where you know if someone makes a comment that's like sexual towards him or someone else, he'll retweet it and just like say it's like I know you have your urges, but I shall forgive you or something like that. He's just weird, but yeah, it, it, it doesn't make it doesn't make a lot of sense. That's all I can really. Say. <laughs> all right, is that is that all we got? I see Cody Fox is brain dead. I see that Aaron is trying desperately to reboot his brain. 
Thank you. Uh, 40%. Yeah, I guess we can call it off for now. I guess we can call it an episode. So I just want to let you guys know that uh, there will not be an episode next Sunday. Um, so tune in, tune in uh, next time. Mark, mark, mark your calendars for April 10th. We will have our episode then. Until, until then, uh, my name is Scarfy Conley. Yep, I am Zach Gray, also known as Booze Wolf, or more, more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Affectionately known to by Scarfer from now on as a dick for my my lashing at him. So, and I am Ted Cruz, and I am not the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best way to end an episode ever. That is that is Damn. the best way to that is the best way to episode to end an episode. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll see you guys then. Take care. <laughs>